And we're back. We're back. We're back. This is what we do. Three dudes and cold brews. We are week number two outside on my big deck. Big deck. 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 No facts today, but we do have some fun. Um, my name is Eddie Vegas. Welcome to episode 53, by the way. And I'm Steve, a.k.a. Fork Tongue. Ray, other known as Dobby in the house. And I am on Ed's big deck, and this is Gary. Deck. 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 Hey, if you're willing to drop the E and add the I, I'd be on that too. Hey, Whoa. I'm down. It's it's a moderate size dick, but a huge deck. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I wouldn't say this deck is huge. It's a good size. It's a good size. It's a good size. It's tight. It's solid. You know? Erect. Starting to go limp in a couple parts, you know, but that's uh, that's okay. So, gentlemen, we have a couple things to discuss this week. I think it's going to be a, probably a pretty music-centric show because I have a music uh, review or a, a live show review from a couple days ago. We did some music discussion. This week it was just old school, two randoms. We had quite the mix of uh, of songs. This is the first time we've done cigars on the show. I'm about to light, light mine as soon as I'm uh, as soon as I'm done getting the intros in. But before uh, before we go too crazy, R.I.P. Epstein. R.I.P. <laughs> Mr. Jeffrey Epstein. Steve, you will be missed. Wh- why don't you take us away? Just just touch on that real quick while I light my cigar. All right. Well, for anyone that doesn't keep up with the news at all, not that it's really been on the news that much. Jeffrey Epstein is a billionaire with lots of pull and influence who is basically a child wrangler for the elites. And um, he so, has... Oh, my God. Fucking the Young Bucks? So, basically, it's either a broomstick or a noose, and he chose a noose. Or did he? I'm pretty sure he didn't yeah. kill himself. No. He's got a lot of powerful people looking to not get their name out there. Okay, so, so I, I mentioned this before, okay? About two weeks ago, mm-hmm. well, by the time you listen to this, about three weeks ago, he attempted suicide. Supposedly. So, do you believe... Yeah, supposedly. Do you believe that that was him the first time trying to kill himself, no. knowing that he was eventually going to get killed? And how do you fuck somebody? Like, how do you fuck up killing somebody the first time? Well, I mean, someone could come in on it or something. Who knows? But um, yeah, that's that's how it went in the media that he tried to kill himself. But I think. Or do you think that was a smokescreen to be like, listen, this guy? is prone to trying to kill himself and Could then be. when he eventually does kill himself quote unquote it's all well, like oh well he Joey Diaz on his podcast talked about it pretty well and he's right with the fact that well, I think once you are on suicide watch they don't you don't even have sheets they don't no they take off. everything they when, take your shoes they when take I got everything. put even in a cell they took my shoelaces yeah. they took everything I've, I've dealt with that as well we'll yeah. just say I've, <laughs> I, I know a little bit from experience but yeah he was on suicide watch after the first time and there was, there, was 24 hour surveillance and monitoring because surveillance. of how, how big of a fucking profile Casey was. And CCTV yeah. surveillance. Now, there's also a yeah, report that the cameras malfunctioned at the time he was killed. Of course they did. Yeah, this Weird. Is mainstream media report, the cameras malfunctioned the few minutes someone, clearly someone went to kill him. There's no way that all through all this with 24-7 monitoring and cameras on him at all times that the cameras... Happened to just malfunction at that time, and the guards went away. Listen, at that time. I don't like the tune that you're speaking right now because there's no way that our government is involved in anything shady whatsoever. Yeah, 
Because it's not like he has a laundry list of fucking high-profile celebrities and, oh, I don't know, politicians and lawmakers and lobbyists and... Business people. Businessmen and not not just, you know, thousandaires, millionaires, but definitely a couple billionaires. Oh, damn. I yeah. I'll take one. I didn't realize that he had cold water this week. There might... I think I have a couple left. Let me... Here, take this one. Yeah, so... Uh, the, the report is that... Um, the guards were sent away when the cameras malfunctioned, so someone could come in and fix the cameras. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fix the cameras. Something got fixed, all right. Yes, yeah, something got fixed. Homeboy got fixed real quick. And now the FBI is saying they're going to investigate, but you know they're not going to investigate no, because, do you know, it's not necessarily the government per se, like Gary said, the government, but people within it and people, just powerful people everywhere around the world, whether government or not, were on this on this list i mean some of the clintons that came out clinton's definitely on the list he flew to the pedophile island 26 fucking times yep. and ditched his security detail and the royal family has been named in it then who knows what other names are going to come out who knows if they even continue the case at this point i mean it's already being investigated and all the stuff is out there so maybe they will who knows depends on the judge i guess it's just now we didn't get really get into when it first broke, so here's the deal. I, I kind of stay away from mainstream media and news and all that stuff nowadays because it's kind of just depressing. Which we are going to have to talk about the thing that happened last weekend too for just a brief minute because it is a music-centric show. And uh, we got to talk about it. But um, I, I stay away from a lot of this stuff. And I didn't really... Somehow I, I didn't hear about this one. And I, normally I'm right on top of this kind of shit because me and you, Steve, are fucking... This is kind of how we... Between music and this kind of shit is how we started talking about yeah. doing the podcast. So it's not like I'm not normally fucking up to par with it. I just I think I've just had a lot going on, so I really just wasn't paying attention. And then I all of a sudden you brought it up, and I started to hear more and more about it. And when I really got hit to it was I listened to Joey Diaz talk to uh, the Wolf of Wall Street guy, um, Jordan Jordan Bell. Oh, so that was before he killed himself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that was like last week, a week ago or two. Which that was a great, great, great fucking episode and great interview. Those two talking was phenomenal. I haven't but, heard it yet. It was fucking fantastic. Uh, Joey Diaz 100% to a T laid out exactly what was going to happen. Like, it was eerie how fucking, how well he knew what was going on. And then I went, just because I want to see what he was going to say about it yesterday, I, mm. I went on a student and he was like, I told you motherfuckers. Like, he's, he just knows his shit. What exactly did he say? He, well, he, he laid out the whole thing and how it was going to go down. Like, how the way you stretch out the the process is you fucking you get one lawyer you let them do something then you fire that first lawyer you hire a second one because every time you bring in a new lawyer the fucking case has to like almost like be put on pause and like restart yeah so i guess you can do that like so many times and then he also like i think the first time he tried quote unquote killing himself is when they were talking about it and he goes and like um what's his little fucking buddy there the lee uh, yeah lee he, Lee was like, yeah, you called it completely. And he goes, yeah, I told you guys. Like, he's going to fucking, quote, unquote, want to try to kill himself. Then they're going to put him on 24-hour surveillance. Nobody's going to be able to get in there. And like, he, every, just everything that he said, like, I can't remember the exact term he said, but it was something along the lines of, like, dead men tell, you know, tell no tales or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's essentially what he was saying. He just knew what was going to happen. He called it all. Like, and anytime you see something like that, like, it's pretty obvious that that's what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. I, I, I called know. it on another podcast I do. I said... She's like, oh, who's, what do you think's going to happen? And I'm like, well, he's going to take the brunt of it. No one's going to get in trouble or he's going to end up dead. And, you know, he's dead. Yeah, There's no bad. doubt that the guy was killed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely none. 
Yeah. And even the first time, like I, apparently he told people close to him after the first time that someone tried to kill him, even though the media said that it was. Um, yeah, it's all suicide. it's all bullshit. Yeah. Smoke screens and mirrors, guys. Listen, um, it's all fun and games when you own Pedophile Island. Yeah, and for anyone that down on you. for anyone that doesn't know, it's not just a pedophile ring; it's a blackmailing ring. They use yeah. pedophilia as blackmail to yeah. blackmail politicians to get them do what they want to do and shit. Yeah. And a, there's there's tapes all over the place. Actually, Diaz was talking about that too. He's like, the tapes won't come out for a while because everybody thinks that like he had a good point. He said something along the lines of like, say say you have a million dollars, right? And people know that you have a million dollars. And you want to keep this illegal million dollars. Obviously, you can't put it in a bank. So what you do, you put it at home. So you have a safe and you keep 100000 in that. And then you fucking you cut out a, a hole in your ceiling in a specific spot of your house. And you put 100000 there. Then you go and you find another fucking wall somewhere in your house. And you fucking make, a, make another little hole in there. Hole oh, Walter White. Yeah, he, he's, like, he's like, you fucking you hide, you hide all that shit. Because you know somebody eventually is going to break in. Yeah. And try to steal that million dollars. They're gonna fucking break into the safe and get a hundred thousand, and they won't come back because they realize like now now they're fucking hip to it. So it's like that's how you do it. Same thing with these kind of tapes. Like when you have this kind of evidence on people, like somebody, I guarantee he told one other person or some. Like, he's got to have like a like a trustee. So more than likely, these tapes are still out there. Whatever they have isn't even fucking scratching surface because he only yeah. probably let them find a certain amount. I think he was trying to hold on to it to protect his own life to try to stay alive. Well, after he got arrested, he got arrested like I want to say like 2006 and he got like no time. He this was on the, the same kind of charges. He got like no time. Was let go and then right after there was big fires on his island. So I'm sure he ordered someone to go yeah. fucking burn all that shit. And this was fucking 15 years ago. How the fuck did he make his money? What's he famous for? I'm not even sure to tell you the truth. I'm not even sure. You're just one of those guys, like a fucking. Could be. I yeah. don't know. Maybe he. Maybe he. I don't know. Who knows what he? How he got his money? I never really looked into it. Because I, I'd never, I never fucking heard of him before. So when you brought it up, that's kind of another reason why I think it got past him. Because it's not like he wasn't a high-profile guy. No. So it's not like you fucking knew who he was. But there's millions of those guys out there. There's people out there that have more money than we'll ever fucking know exists. Yeah. yeah. And you don't even, you have no idea because of how they got it or what they did or they either fell into old money or whatever. But anyway, so that's that's one big newest thing this week. We got to bring up what happened last week. I'm not big on talking about mass shootings. The only reason why I'm going to bring this up and I'm going to just kind of gloss over it quick because it doesn't need to be mentioned. One of my favorite bands was brought to attention this week because one of the mass shootings, one of the two mass shootings that happened last weekend, the one from Ohio, the guy had an Acacia Strain hoodie on. Uh, it had lyrics from a song called Ramirez uh, on the back of it. And uh, they were fucking put under fire immediately because, of course, politicians and fucking news journalists started going out and going... Like writing fucking stories about how you know blame the band, blame the music, and blame all this. And if you listen, if you look up a lot of the Acacia Strings lyrics, it might as well be like death metal lyrics or whatever. You know, like he he talks about evil shit, but like that's kind of the point. Like that music, they they started out as a hardcore band. Like the, it's a positive outlet. You know what I mean? Like so, I was kind of mass shooting out by that point yeah, when was, that happened. I'm, I'm, I'm toast. And um, I heard the Acacia Strain thing, but. Since I'm sure you've heard more about it since you're a fan of the Acacia Strain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty loud. Um, is Did they talk about his political leanings at all? So, Joe Rogan has. 
on the mainstream media, have they talked about his political leanings? They started backing away from that because they don't want him to talk about that because he's left wing. Exactly. That's that was my point. The the guy earlier in the this, day. Yeah, they can't use this against Trump. Right. The guy earlier in the day was a so-called white supremacist. Whether he was or not, I don't know. I haven't really looked into it. And he had all these alt-right leanings, and it was all over the news how white people are the worst, and we need to take guns, and white people, white people, white people, mm-hmm. Republican, Republican, Republican. But then this guy does something the same day, left-leaning, Antifa, super left, super like, left. Yeah, had a, had a fucking had like a, a a political like fucking grindcore band at one point or something. Yeah, like, porno grind yeah. band or something. So super left-wing. Not a single mention of his political leanings on mainstream media at all because it doesn't fit the narrative for them. And I think that's what's even more frustrating about it is, like, blame the fucking music, blame this, that, and the other thing, but don't go into the fact that, like, it's not one side or the other. Now, then you have the other thing. I've seen, you know, I don't want to get too into it, but it, it, you have somebody like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson who brings up a great point. So, yeah, it sucks that a mass shooting happened because we glorify the fact that it happened, Mm -hmm. but you don't... A mass shooting, I think, technically counts as a thing. It's over... A mass killing is anything over three or four people. Some four people. Four people, yeah. right? That happens all the time. Dude, if you look you at... You go to fucking Chicago right now. Yeah, I mean, if you if you no, look at mass shootings... Chicago sucks. They say... Yeah, it does. They say, uh, you know, mass shootings are up so much. But if you go look at the mass shootings, first of all, they lowered the, the threshold for what a mass shooting yeah. is. And if you look at it, it's like 90% gang violence. So... And then when you see all these mass shootings, you think, wow, there's a lot of mass shootings. No, there's always been this amount of mass shootings. It's just that the media didn't cover it like they do now. And the difference is, is like, nobody's going to care if a black guy goes and kills four of the black guys right. in, the fucking, in the middle of the Bronx. Yeah. But you are going to hear about a white guy going into a Walmart, which should be, I'm not going to, no. that's terrible. It's terrible. It's tragic. Yeah. It's, it's a fucking horrible thing to think about walking into fucking, like, imagine leaving your house. Hey, I gotta run to Walmart for some fucking for a, a pair of socks and a fucking a pack of fucking big juicy juicy fruit or something, big red gum. So you walk in there just for some day to day items, you know, whatever, because it's you're just going to Walmart and you you don't walk out. You know, like that's yeah. that's it's a fucking it is a tragic thing. So yeah, but it it also, it's not wrong to talk about it. But it also depends too on what type of gun. So like say like you're saying, like, oh, some black guy goes and shoots four other black guys. But if he had a fucking semi-automatic fucking... Let me, like, let me tell you something. They do. They have Uzis, dude. They have Tech Nines. They have... Trust me. Tech Nine. Can Continue to boil it on that, because yeah. I, I, I kind of... I think I know where you're going, and I want to counter that. Well, it's... I think the... Um, let's see. Well, my feelings are, like, certain guns shouldn't ever be on the street. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you shouldn't be able to go out and fucking buy a gun that... You get as say a marine to fucking fight in like Afghanistan. You don't though. That's that's. Yeah, but can't you? Because uh, one of the mass shooting guys bought a gun, I guess legally in Texas. Yeah. And then I think he bought other parts of the gun to make it more like a super duper fucking like gun. Hate, hate to be this guy, but I have a Chevy Silverado. It's a five point three V8 engines, three hundred and fifty horsepower. I can go to stock. Right, it's 350 horsepower truck. I can go to AutoZone and go buy a fucking a turbo kit and inject and, and put uh, like and a blower it on it. Street illegal. Now it's now it's fucking 500 horsepower. 
So, or so get him going or with that. Timothy McVeigh can go like, to fucking Home Depot and buy fertilizer right. and this and that it, and make like, a bomb. Listen, you're not going to stop people. It's not going to happen. No matter how much you want to try to fucking say, like you're not going to be able to find every single gun that's ever been made. There are more. I think there are. What is the number? There's of more guns, guns people, than people. Like I think it ever existed or something. It's fucking crazy. Millions and millions and millions of guns. Like ancient guns are out there. Like you can fucking find them all over the place. You're not going to stop people from buying guns. It's not no. going to happen. So that's not and, the answer. And they stopped guns in England, and then stabbings went up, and baseball bat beatings, and yeah, people are going to hurt people. Yeah, the, the, people are violent by nature. Yeah, and that's the pro- fucking problem. And yeah, but you know what? I would also rather fucking take my chances where somebody pulls a fucking baseball bat or a knife on me than a fucking semi-automatic fucking machine well, gun. You're not wrong. Well, here's the thing: you're a not se- wrong. A semi-automatic machine gun isn't what you think. You can't spray a semi-automatic machine gun. No. Every it's bullet, fast you can pull every the bullet, you have to pull the trigger yeah. just like a regular and it, and gun it's exhausting it's every single easy. bullet you have to pull the trigger so there's really no difference it's only fully automatic where you can just sit there and fucking and spray and you can't buy a fully automatic gun you can modify it if you buy parts yeah yeah separately. which is which is what this fucking yeah. uh one of the, i think the guy at the um texas that's the one the texas guy is right what but what did. are you supposed to how do you stop that like you can't stop that's that. kind of my point like you can't stop it yeah that's it some guy could do it without ordering stuff if right. he's super smart with guns and, and can, uh, you know... Not for nothing, you can 3D print a working gun now. Yeah. I can go buy a 3D printer and print a gun. Are you, are you going to not be able to do that now? Like, Yeah. It's it's just, like, the problem is, like, I if you listen to Rogan and Shab the other day, it was, you know, it's a MMA podcast, but it's not. They end up talking about all kinds of stuff, and they brought that up. And Rogan and Shab got kind of heated with each other talking about because obviously Rogan is a hunter, so he's... He sticks up for the fucking gun people, and then Shab was the other side of it, and then they kind of went back and forth, and now they're it's a it's a it's a circle. Yeah. The problem is, is you're not going to stop shootings from happening. You're not going to be able to get rid of all the guns. Literally, to to ban guns, you'd have to get every single person in America that owns a gun, like legally or illegally, to go. Yep, I'm going to go turn in all my guns. Yeah. And How do you know? And there's your civil war. Yeah, but then yeah, but there has to be. A stricter law on people being able to buy guns, like you agreed. Know what I mean? You should. There should be a mental health check. Yeah. And there isn't. Here, here's the problem, though. There is, but there is. So, so that's to buy a new gun, to go to a store and buy a gun. Yeah. What's stopping you from just going to somebody's house that you met on Craigslist and buy that gun? You see what I'm saying? Like, you can't stop drugs from being fucking sold because yeah. you can't stop everybody that's going to sell drugs. So, say there was a gun ban. They decide to ban all guns. Everyone turns their guns in. Now, the people who turn their guns in are you and I, and the people who don't are the people who are criminals anyway. Right. And then what do they do? Now, it's just like prohibition. So, they ban alcohol, and now all these people start making their own alcohol and selling it, and now there's turf wars and blah, 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 and there's all kinds of, you know, the mob gets set up because of prohibition. The same thing would happen with guns. It would be a black market, and anyone who wanted to get one would have to go to these shady criminal people, and it would be a it would be a big thing. There's no solution. The only the best solution there would possibly be is to treat it like they used to treat this kind of shit. Talk about it on the news one time, let it go, and don't glorify these people who are doing it like they do. They treat them like uh, villains, and then all these people who are already on the edge see this and they say you know what i'm gonna go out with a bang today and they do it because they know they're gonna get famous and be remembered and all that Acacia strain a couple days ago put out a limited edition shirt and on the back the words say the only sin we did uh the only sin we made were giving them names 
Yeah. And that's what they mean by that is exactly what you're saying. You're glorifying it so these other whack jobs want to become the fuck. If you're going to kill yourself anyways, why not go out in a fucking blaze of glory? Right. And that's the fucking problem. It's it's because these these guys get glorified and talked about. Like, I'm not saying that people shouldn't talk about it, but the way it's used as a political yeah. crutch. And that's the fucking problem. The media takes it and turns it into a fucking political witch hunt so the left can be against the right and the right can be against the left and it causes fucking while other shit's going on even if they didn't politicize it they're still making stars out of these people dude look at totally different fucking example i was talking about this last night i don't know if you guys saw saw it on the news there's a local there's a pedestrian bridge that was built in providence that nobody knew was being built in providence people that i know fucking 22 million 22 million dollars was originally slated for two million dollars for a walking bridge for that they already built one there was already a walking so bridge. So it was slated for $2 million, It cost it $22 million. Now, now, hold on. The day that that report gets let out, Gina Raimondo, the wonderful lady that she is, also gets praised by the left because she claims that now that she's going to make a non-binary license uh, for everybody. For what? Thank you. You, you, you didn't know about that? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The same day. The same day that the report came out that the fucking bridge, the walking bridge, that there was already a walking bridge and a pedestrian bridge there, was $20 million over while our roads are fucking terrible. Uh-huh. We're getting schools shut down left and right. The guy sitting to my left, who's one of my fucking best friends in the world, his his money's getting fucked with all the time because he works for the union thinking that he's doing the right thing working for the, the state. Uh $20 million over budget for something that, no offense to anybody, is fucking bullshit. Now, how much money of that do you think actually went into the bridge and actually went into people's pockets instead? A little bit of both. I would say it's split in the middle. I think somebody let their ego get inflated because one of my buddies that we were talking with last night, he's a welder, and he's like, dude, if you see the fucking amount of money and work that they put into this thing, like, somebody just, it was, it's like a smokescreen thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's just another fucking thing. Somebody got paid off to be able to do this. And take the fucking money. And then what's funny is is the same day that that, or within a day of, of each other, the same day that report comes out, she comes back out and goes to try to gain fucking That's a smokescreen. That's a smokescreen. That's a smokescreen. All of a sudden she announces, hey, I'm going to make a non-binary option for your li- license. No offense to anybody that's gay, lesbian, whatever you are. I don't, who fucking cares? Why is that even, a, like, and if, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. My point is, is how does nobody see that that's the fucking smokescreen? Right. The smoke screen, that's a smoke screen in the sense that for anyone who doesn't understand what we're saying, she did this stupid thing, mm-hmm. a bridge that cost two million, cost twenty two. Yep. So, you know, she knows people are gonna get pissed off because the the news came out. Mm-hmm. So the next day they make this announcement and pressure from fifty percent of the people, the left, goes away because she did something that they agree with. And causes more of a stir because now you have the people who are against the gay rights stuff. Yeah. Bitching about the fact that they're doing the gay rights thing. I don't even think most people would be against that. It's just fucking pointless to have it's a non-binary like license. The Area 51, that was basically covering up something else. I'm sure yeah, it was. People kind of staring them away from some other bullshit. Yeah, it's always uh, it's always the magician trick of, yeah. here's the trick in my left hand, please look at my right hand. That's yeah. exactly what's, what's going on. <clears throat> yeah. And if you if nobody else caught on to this, you're welcome by throwing this out there to you guys. I've been waiting to talk. We haven't had a good no, like, one of these kind of discussions in a while, but... That's a fucking smokescreen if I've ever seen one. Going back to the gun thing, that's what's going on, dude. One of the biggest reasons why we're hearing about these mass shootings is because they're doing shady shit. So if that's if that's happening on our level, right, our little tiny, we're the smallest fucking state, right? This little speck on a map, people think we're Long Island half the time. Uh, 
if that's happening in our own backyard, and that's just a smidgen of what's going on in the state, what do you think is going on with the people who create the fucking laws? Yeah. And that's that's really the fucking problem. Like, I'm not saying that the gun violence thing isn't a problem. It is a fucking problem. Yeah. You're talking to somebody who's been in the NRA since I was 10 years old. Like, yeah. I was a I was a card-carrying, I still am. I have marksman uh, fucking plaques and shit in my basement from being, like, I can shoot a rifle. I've been able to shoot a rifle better than most people that, that I know since I was fucking 8 years old. Mm -hmm. But I technically couldn't be in until I was 10. Like, if you, I don't know, it, it's just, it's it's amazing, man. And, like, then they, they take it, the opportunity to go blame fucking video games. Or now they're taking certain video games off the shelf at Walmart. Because that's another thing. A right-wing company. Because they don't want to get their balls busted about anything else because they're fucking, you know, it's just, yeah. there's so well, I don't think they're taking them off the, the shelves. What they're doing is they're not going to be advertising them and they're not going to have, like, big displays for them anymore. They, they still sell them, but they're not going to, like, advertise them. Which is fucking bullshit. Nobody's doing this shit for fucking video games. Because there's no way I'm fucking movies. playing Halo 2 and I'm like, you know what? Fucking Master Chief is telling me I need to they go fucking blow off some people's heads. basically head. train for it's going goofy. Oh, oh, we just lost Mixcraft. Uh oh, And I can't. There's no Mixcraft up. Huh. Let me pause our talk. I, oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what to do. I, it's, it's, there's a whole, whole different screen up now. Yeah. Oh, let's see. My strap is still down there, so it's probably still recording. Yeah, so. You just gotta pause it. Five, four, three. Good to go. You're good to go. I'm back. Yeah, just pay, it, it should be right. Part of it is it just needs to be fucking tuned up. I think we're on, right? We're, we're talking. Sorry about the little pauses, guys. This is gonna be a weird one to listen to because we've had a couple technical I'm, difficulties. I'll make it sound all right. Yeah, we'll be all right. We'll be able to put it all together. So, fuck it. Go from that. Uh, I had a couple things to talk about. We'll kind of move back. If we want, we can go back into this in a little bit. But I had a couple things to bring up. Might as well kind of get into it, move away from it a little bit. All right, so I uh, had a, I have a show review from a couple nights ago. Went to see uh, on Friday night. I went to see Alice in Chains and Corn, both for the first time. Seeing both of those bands, both fan. I'm a fan of a huge fan of Alice in Chains. Always wanted to see them live. Huge fan of Corn when I was a kid, and I would, I would never have gone to them. I've never gone to one of their shows because I'm an elitist asshole sometimes, and. Uh, when it comes to music anyways. So I figured check them both off the list. Uh, so me and my family, we did uh, like a big birthday thing for me, my mom, my brother, and my sister. Uh, all went together, just the family. And uh, again, I went for Alice in Chains and figured I'd listen to Corn. Alice in Chains were fucking fantastic. They were, they were as good as what I was expecting them to be. Me personally, I liked them a lot. I had a friend who went and said they were one of the best bands he's ever seen live. I agree. I thought they were fucking phenomenal. Not everybody said the same thing. I talked to a couple people yesterday that went and weren't as into it. But the highlight 
100% of this show, outside of the fucking mismatch of people that were in the crowd, because holy shit, and I got a wonderful video to show you guys later of a man that was 100% moving in slow motion to Rooster. It was quite impressive. It was like watching um, like a theatric arts performance, you know, like one of those kind of things. Corn mm-hmm. um, was one of the best bands live I've ever seen in my life. I can't fucking stress how good that band was live. Like, it blew my fucking mind. I totally shocked which i'm gonna kind of do a little bit more of the review but brings me to an eddie's motivational moment joe walsh you're welcome i'm bringing this motherfucker back and my motivational moment this this week which i've been able to do one in a while to try to change it up after the the you know the political talk is um denying yourself enjoyment i am i'm totally fucking uh guilty of this and i've been guilty of this for a long time i'm somebody that will preach about you know, trying not to be too good, not trying to, you know, don't, don't think you're fucking too cool to go do this or that. And I've been that guy for a long time. And uh, I have to admit the fact that I didn't think the fucking, I didn't think corn was going to be that good at all. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I like, because they weren't cool to me for 20 years. So I just, in my head, even though I like the first two albums, I'm one of those guys. Mm. I've liked a lot of their songs over the years, but just never give them a chance because it just wasn't my thing. And like, I don't know. Didn't want to. I was I was ashamed to admit that I liked corn for a couple of years because in the hardcore scene it wasn't cool to like them so you get your balls busted or it's pretty much not cool in any scene no right they, like because corn. well realistically but but no but you're you're right but here's the here's the funny part about that right so we think like that and then you go and you see twenty thousand people sing every single word to every single song to one of the best live performances I've ever fucking seen like I'm telling you flawless Jonathan Davis is one hell of a fucking front man he's one hell of a showman. His voice is way better in person than I ever thought it was going to be. I thought it was better in person than it is on the albums. The fucking band in general was super tight. The music is perfect for live live performance. And they are, I mean, they're heavy music for people who don't like heavy music. Yeah. Slipknot's like that, too. A lot of those bands are like that. Now, do they only play for an hour? Because if they only play for an hour, they get a big catalog for only playing an hour. That's what somebody told me. I, I was sh- shocked. And being the headliner... I was shocked at how short their set was. I was really surprised. They played 14 songs total. Two of the fucking highlights were um, during shoots and ladders where they do the the you know nursery rhyme thing with the the bagpipes. Yeah. At the end of that, they turned it into one by Metallica, which is fucking awesome. They, it sounded very very good. And then they also turned one of their other songs into um, into a Queen song. Uh, we will rock you at the end. So that was pretty cool too. Um, Allison Chains seemed like they fucking went on forever, and they they played fifteen songs yeah. with no encore. They just played straight through, but their songs are longer, so like it kind of makes sense. Both were phenomenal. Both were great. It, it was a great show. They don't belong in the same tour together. It was fucking. It was a really odd tour, and it was very nostalgic because that day a new Slipknot al- album came out, which I actually liked, which is blowing my mind again. And this is this is all tying into I had a big day of nostalgia and checking my ego out the door. I Slipknot being one of the biggest fucking bands on the planet, especially heavy bands, I told myself I'm going to listen to the album because <clears throat> if you don't um, at least listen to it, you can't say that you hate it. Like yeah. That's one thing I agree. Just like voting. Talk shit about voting and politics all you want, but if you don't go and vote, you don't have a right to, right to bitch about the people that are in office. Because mm-hmm. if, if you didn't at least try, then you have no, no... In my opinion, I don't think you deserve to really truly complain about it because you didn't fucking show up. You yep. didn't even try. So... You got to do yourself at least that much of a service into 
open up your ears and give something a chance. To my surprise, that Slipknot album might... It's going to be in my top fucking five of the year. It might even end up being my top two already. It's it's that fucking good. It was very. It's a very impressive album. But that drops, and the same day I'm going to go see two bands from the '90s that I never was able to see when I was, you know, when I was younger, or was too cool to go see once, you know, once they blew up. Realistically, the motivation part of this is is check your ego out the door. Don't deny yourself enjoyment. If you like something, like it. If if you want to go watch something, watch it. Don't not watch something because of. Did it stop again? Are we good? It's going. All right. Don't not watch. Don't not watch something or listen to something because you think somebody's gonna bust your balls about what you're into or what you're watching. It's it's fucking silly. It's a silly mentality to have, and and I just I think more people need to be accepting of of shit. Go ahead. And I'm gonna pause. Are we good? All right. I keep getting these pop ups again. That's weird. Those are the... they usually just go away in the beginning, don't they? Yeah, they should be. Uh, don't forget that's a touch. All right. Go for it. I think we're good. All right. So that's my motivation talk. In other words, don't uh, don't deny yourself pleasure, guys. You know, listen, if you like looking at girls' feet when you jerk off, look at girls' feet. You, you know, know, a lot of times I have music that I liked when I was a kid, and I won't even add it to Spotify or anything. And then I'll go back and hear it, and I'll love it again, even though it's not something I would listen to. Not anymore. Th- but when it comes on, it still thing. makes me happy. Yeah, there's a nostalgia thing. Like, no joke. So, that show, I in my head, I'm like, I'm going to really, I know some of the songs, I know a lot of the corn songs. I, I like a lot of the hit songs. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, they're enjoyable songs, especially if you work out and stuff. They're, they always have a good beat to them. They have their own thing. But in my head, I'm like, the songs, the only songs I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to, like, like, get, like, tingly over or, like, you know, blind when they play that and, you know, whatever they play old. I thought for sure that they were going to fucking end the show with that song. They, they played that second, which surprised the shit out of me. To me, that's a, a begin or a, or an end. Right, which was pretty smart. It's weird like when bands do that. Like when I saw Foo Fighters, fucking at Fenway, they opened up whatever long. And like you're like, that's a fucking song that you... Now what are you going to play with? Yeah. But that, you know, well, that show was fucking awesome. So what I'm taking away from your motivation is... That when Limp Bizkit goes on tour, we're all going to go see him, right? That's probably not going to happen. What? Now, granted, here's the thing. I will, because of this, admit the fact that I, mean, I think I've said this before. I don't hate that song, Break Stuff. There you go. That's what I'm getting at. I now, in 2000, I'm, listen, I'm a, I'm a 34, almost 35-year-old man. I used to make fun of 30-something-year-old guys that liked corn and Godsmack and butt rock music um, because that's what they listen to. What exactly is butt rock music? Everything. Nickelback. Uh, no, 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 no. Define like what does that mean? Nickelback, or um, no, 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 no. But what does it mean? Butt rock. Like, I, I know what you're saying. What the means, bands are. It means horrible fucking rock. Some people rock would, yo butt. Some people would say cock rock. You know, because it's like it's bullshit. Like it's cock rock. Well, if, if there's one thing that makes me tight in the pants, it's fucking Nickelback. I like smoking a cigar. Makes my head light and my pants tight. I fuck. I feel like I just rode a roller coaster. <laughs> I love Hulk Hogan. Do you hear his fucking... That is a great fucking quote. No, it is a makes great me quote. tight in the pants as a nickel bag. Oh, shit. You fucking... Did you guys listen to the Stone Cold podcast with him? I have not listened to it yet. I listened to it. It's pretty good, but he he said some questionable shit. Well, the thing with He's Hogan... He's a politician, too. Podcast with who? Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan. Yeah, but the thing with Hogan is, like, you can't fucking believe anything he says now. Like, I read his book. Now? Well, one... Well, ah! Uh, but no, no, like, like now with like 
the internet, right? So, so let's just say fucking like 92, Hogan's like spouting off some shit. You're like, as a kid, you're like, oh, well, that's cool. But now because you have the internet, like, well, yeah. and he says anything, you're like, like he said fucking like Andre, Andre the Giant, like fucking at WrestleMania 3. Uh, fucking, he insinuated basically that in his book that he like died six months later. Like if you do any fucking research, you know, like he died like five years later. Yeah. So it's like when you make up shit like that, but the p- problem with him is that he says it for so long that I actually believe yeah. that he believes it in his head. Like, like well, most people who lie like that. Yeah. He, he brought up, he strategically made sure to bring up uh, the ultimate warrior who they had quite a beef with and strategically well after the guy's been dead. Tells the story to try to like save his name. Hold on, damn dog. You know what I'm gonna do? It <laughs> <laughs> <He> was. <laughs> but we're on now. Oh, Jesus. Speaking of creeps. Oh. Uh, yeah. So um, I don't know. H- Hogan just you got you got to go back and watch it. If you guys listen to that this this no, week, no, no. we'll talk about. Story about the Ultimate Warrior. Well, I don't want to get into. I want you guys to. I would rather we should we should review that because it's he's he just he's a politician. He's a fucking politician. And, like, Dana Warrior, a warrior's wife, has already come out and been, like, like talk shit about him. Because she's, like, you clearly only brought, like, brought this up to sh- to try to, like, shed some good light on yourself. Like, he he told the story about how, like, the day or two before uh, Warrior died, like, he came back to the, the WrestleMania. And apparently, like, him and Nick were riding around on a fucking... That's uh, on film. It's on camera. Yeah, it's on camera. Yeah, but that's exactly the point, though, like. He's saying, he's like, yeah, we had no idea that there was cameras on him. And I made sure to run out and say, say hello to him. I, I would have done it either way. But she she clearly, like, she said something along the lines of, like, yeah, you knew that there were cameras there. And that's exactly why you did it. Like, yeah. because you wanted the world to see you and him make up, you know, because, like, he's just that guy. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Which, whatever. You you guys should listen to that. And if you listen to it, you know, we'll talk about it. Because there is some good stuff from it, though, too. Like, there's some stuff. Because Austin talks about his old days and stuff and, like, kind of. Like kind of called him out on some stuff, or he admitted that you know he stole a bunch of shit from people. Like, he he's pretty much just he took like all the best hits from whatever was doing well at that time, and then created his own character. Hulk Hogan is definitely Ray's favorite wrestler. Just no, like, Papa Shango. Just like Johnny Rocker is his favorite baseball player. Yep, John Rocker. You got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Porch Rocker better. No, no, no. You're, oh you're, you're definitely John Rocker. He's he's the real life Kenny Powers. Yeah. Take that however Pretty you much. want. Yeah. You know. You got take, the didn't he make an appearance on that show? No, no. No. I, I th- you... They might have tried to get him on. I don't remember. I swear on. he was on. Maybe. I, all I know is I do know this much that like that's pretty much what the fucking it had to have been yeah, what yeah. the character was based on. Yeah. I hate that bird bath. Is that what that is? A bird bath right there. Yeah. That's a bird. Well, yeah. We, we, I'm gonna have to clean that later, but yes, it is. Oh, that's not an actual ashtray? No. It's just ceramic and it was easy to fucking... Like, I could... We'll be, I'll have to just wash it out real quick. First of all, you busted my fucking balls on fucking line for not being able to smoke a goddamn cigarette. Like, I, that fucking... That, from where I'm sitting, you ain't smoking shit. I don't need to fucking smoke it all at once. Oh, yeah. you're just gonna waste it? No, realistically... Yeah, two-hour fucking podcast practice. I can fucking light that up at any time. That's a, that's a that's a, an hour long cigar. Yeah. If not, not longer. Waste. Yeah. You don't, sm- you, dude. If you smoke that, you know quick, that you I, rookie. If you smoked one, oh, so, real quick, grind my gears. We're not going to go into a full grind my gears. But speaking of the corn show, here's the deal: grind my gears. 
Alright, I've never smoked a cigarette in my fucking life. I puff on cigars, you don't inhale them, obviously a little bit's gonna get in once in a while, but you don't like, it's not the same thing, it's not even fucking close. Tobacco t isn't actually bad for you, it's the fucking chemicals that they put in cigarettes that yeah. are, you know, the nic uh, not the nicotine, the other shit, nicotine's actually uh, an enhancing thing. Nicotine's in cigars too, yeah. way more. Yeah. That's why you that's, get that head rush. That's why you get the head rush. But, listen to me motherfuckers, people that smoke cigarettes, if you smoke a cigarette, especially at a concert, okay, and you let the fucking smoke go in your mouth, and then, you're not actually smoking a cigarette. It's not like a fucking cigar. I didn't inhale. And then, yeah, and then, and then they have... The, 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 this, that was the worst. This white, trashy fucking shitbag in front of me who went through, like, four cigarettes is just blowing through fucking cigarettes in front of me, and all the smoke is going in my face and fucking choking me. He's not smoking any of them. You're not smoking a cigarette, you fucking asshole. Don't smoke cigarettes. Why are you wasting fucking $10 on a pack of cigarettes if all you're going to do is let the fucking smoke roll around in your mouth and blow it out immediately? Like, they're not... People that smoke cigarettes inhale the fucking thing. Sure he wasn't smoking Cheyennes. No, they were like Marlboros or something. He was his... Dude, this guy was way trashy trashy. Like, his fucking skinny fucking Skeletor-esque girlfriend that I'm sure he fucking hits in the eye. Like, it was... They were... Oof. So he was a corn fan. Oh, dude. Let me tell you something. Was he a corn fan or do you think he was a kid rock fan? Did he have dreads? No, no, no. But he was definitely um he was definitely a corn fan. He was, was definitely there for corn. Was he a freak on a leash? He was as freakiest and on the leashiest of leashes ever. He um I also wrote a, a little pun here for you, Gary. I, th I figured I wrote this down when I was drunk the other night. Um when I was gonna do my review and I was gonna start it off with this this line <clears throat> I came for the chain course but I stayed for the corn that's it's a pun you 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 show up for the main course meaning like your main course but chain rides on the main you're welcome guys <laughs> what I'm getting at is don't enjoy yourself pleasure especially if you write really Corny jokes like corn If if we could write out Gary's disdain, that was the worst. And his face worse than my Bill Clinton, <laughs> or worse than when you fucking play Guns and Roses before your songs and fucking Steve <laughs> <laughs> immediately goes, nope. <laughs> like the, the fucking, I'm gonna fuck, I, one of shit. these days I'm slipping in Guns and Roses now. There's nothing wrong. That's with fine. Just don't make it fucking. Welcome to the jungle of November rain. Mm -hmm. It's going to be anything off of fucking Appetite. Mr. Brown's is a great song. There's a lot of gems. There's a lot of fucking deep cuts on that album that people don't talk about. Rocket Queen, that's a great fucking song. That album is one of the best albums of all time. Straight, straight through. It's definitely a good uh, straight through album. I don't hate them, but I know I just never get into them. I never get into Appetite for Destruction. None of that. Even back in the day. I love Appetite. Everything else after that though just gets like real wishy washy for me. Like I, I like to, to use your illusions, but there's like there's songs on them. Oh that, yeah, I mean they should have fucking. Those are probably my favorite. They should have the picked picked and choose. The, they should have cherry picked the good songs they, and made that yeah, one album. If they made one album with the good songs on those on those albums, it would have been probably the best album of all time but they tried to they just decided to throw in like shit like coma and then play it live and fucking let it go on for eight minutes and have axel rose give weird fucking faces which yeah. i liked i don't hate the song but it was just it that like i don't know man there's so much about that album especially the first one actually no actually i don't know they both have some real questionable shit like that get in the ring song 
Oh yeah, that's a weird ass. Oh, it's fucking so stupid. It's yeah, such in a the stupid, ring. You never heard horse. that song? I don't know. Maybe it's, he horse. he calls out somebody from Circus Magazine and like he he's like get in the ring, like, motherfucker! Oh, like Jesus, he's, he's such a pussy. I remember when I was fucking young, I had that cassette and I thought I was so fucking cool, like listening to that fucking like recess with my headphones. I'm like, <laughs> dude, he said he said motherfucker. Oh, I mean, th- any any kid from the '90s. One of the first times I remember saying like fucking a song was uh. You stupid, dumb shit, goddamn motherfucker. The bad fucking habit. awesome. Yeah, Bad Habit from Offspring. So awesome. Shit, I was listening to hardcore rap at the time, so I was pretty used to that by shit, then. Shit, I didn't even realize your dog's still out here. She came back out. Oh, they both did. They've come and gone. Oh, we should probably stop. I mean, whatever. This episode's going to be fucking off the rails anyway. <laughs> so, if we ping and pang, it's not going to be that big of a deal. What, uh, what, how, how We're at 45 minutes right now. Um, I had some other shit to go over, but most of that... Have you guys seen the Jack of All Trades documentary? No, what's no. that? It's about fucking collecting baseball cards. Oh, I, I I got that on my list, but I haven't watched it. Did you guys collect base, baseball cards as a kid? Oh, big time. Oh. I think I have some in my closet that I haven't my looked first, at in like 20 years. My first <laughs> job was at a baseball card place in Warwick, uh, across from Vets. And, um... I used to work at a restaurant that was right next to it, and I would wash dishes on the weekend, and it's, I, I would get paid in cash. And as I soon as I got done... You got paid in baseball cards? <laughs> no, I, mean, I basically did, because yeah. I would get the cash, and I'd walk yeah. over there and spend it all on baseball cards yeah. every weekend. It's a document. It's about a guy, who, a kid. He's actually a comedian. Uh, Stu Stone. And fucking... His dad owned a popular like chain of um, card shops in like Canada. And... Growing up, they would like be like, "Oh, you know, uh, baseball cards, baseball cards. This is the future. This is the future." Which this is, brings me back to my to my childhood. It's like you would save up your money, you would work, fucking, you would buy the baseball cards, and then obviously you would put them away, and you're like, "Oh, this is for my future. Like I'm gonna fucking save." This. Oh, I'm sending my kids to college on this one. No, none I, of those cards are worth money anymore. Not no, anymore, dude. I remember fucking. Um, I saved up. I you don't know, know. You know who was like that? Hamlin. Oh god, I can imagine, dude. He had he in his head thought for sure he was a millionaire. Like if you if like he used to brag about it all the time. He had boxes of fucking baseball cards, and he did have some crazy shit. He had the old tobacco cards from like the fucking thirties, whatever they were. They would come with fucking uh, yeah. uh, cigarettes. He had a bunch of those. He had a bunch of fucking rookie cards. I hope he sold them for bail. I don't. I I don't think he never got rid of any of that stuff. He was such a hoarder, and I don't know where he put any of it because probably the same place he keeps his child porn. Right out in the open. Oh shit! You wanted to, <laughs> oh or or, po- <laughs> or possibly in some of Ed's VHSs that he has. Oh god, dude, fucking! I'm telling you, I, if I told, you, I have a. He gave me a bag of DVDs with That's all. What I'm talking about. Oh, dude, I have some too, and I, I don't. I've never even opened them. I think, I, but did, it, did here's the thing. Did I ever tell you guys about the bag? It's pretty much the entire history of whatever the fuck we were CWF, and then like this the. Um, Drew's thing is back to when you guys were the mega powers. I have all that upstairs. I've never really gone through it because it's Hamlin and it's. it's he probably added his own fucking dude, commentary. Dude, he's fucking and, weird. Man. So he, here's what I'm getting at. He tried for fucking years. He would blow my phone up. I ended up having to block his fucking number a bunch of times because he would blow me up about getting those DVDs back. He was. He, I'm like, why do you want them back? You gave them to me because you wanted to redo them because you thought you fucked up on them. You didn't. You didn't put them in the right order or whatever. And he's like, he's no, I just really need them back. I think. 
and I don't really know if I want to admit this. I think there's something. I think he fucking lost one of his DVDs. In I want to go through that shit. I'll let you fucking borrow it if you want. I'm to. not saying I want to see it, but I would love to know that fucking like that guy is like fucking. I I don't. I think it's clear. I think because, but I think that I think he got worried. I think he fucking mixed one in. You know what I mean? Mm. And I don't. I've never gone through them all because it's there's like fucking forty of them up there. Yeah. I got I got a bunch like that too. I've never bothered. The, to he was at fucking him. one time when we were at uh, work. He just like I come in and like sitting on my desk is a is a fucking VJ. He's like, oh, oh. Right. he's like oh this kid dropped this off. He said you would know what it is, and it's like best of Gary the yeah. super fan and or best of Gary two scoops at in US. He made me a box set, and I'm like, what the fuck is eight, this? Eight tapes. Like, didn't ask him what yeah. whatsoever. He'll he'll give you one of your matches, fifteen of his own matches that he wants you to watch because he thinks that they're relevant in your your life and career, and then you'll get another one. Dude, with all the fucking tapes and and DVDs and shit he had, think of being one of the fucking investigators. Wow, going through all that backyard wrestling shit. Right. So I've talked <laughs> about that before too. Imagine because they have to go through it all. So you got to figure the work, the police department. Have one have time all of us wrestle. Yeah. Has one time watched not me only, and you dress up as Hulk. They've Hogan. seen every single Raw ever. Not not only that, but he's also got fucking footage of us partying when we were like seventeen, from at like my house or like my buddy Bobby's house, like all underage kids with a fucking clown who was like forty two at the time. What the fuck is that? Somebody knocking. I don't know. I thought we should talk, but it's not. I hear that in the microphone. Someone's knocking on the window. Oh, Rosie's probably working on her room. That's her bedroom right there. She's she's she redid the whole thing. She found a one of my I have like a I used to cut out like pictures for magazines and shit. You know, we all did like yeah. fucking Pantera or whatever. I I somehow fucking conveniently got them all off the right way and saved them all. And I I forgot all about it. She found like a tote full of them. So she found all these fucking awesome old pictures of like. Kirk Cobain and fucking Pantera and Tool and like so she put them all up. That's, that's what she's doing. She's she's hanging all that stuff up. Anyways, um, yeah. So like, I wonder about that. Like, not only does he have incriminating child porn, he also had uh, incriminating footage of underage drinking and partying. I'm just picturing like, all these guys sitting around watching these fucking videos. How long? The best, so the best part yeah, is... They had to go through like one You have to go through all of it. I mean, yeah, you have to go through all of it. Watching some fucking high school kids drink, I don't think they really no. give a fuck about but it. But we weren't just drinking, though, dude. Like, I would fucking... I would dance to the party boy music from Jackass and grind all you guys in the face and shit. Like, yeah. So they've definitely seen me grind all you guys in the face. Like, I, I picture it as, like, the fucking... Like, if you watch, like, any of those mob movies, like, they got the Bolton board... And like they got like the the fucking yeah. the things, yep. and they're like they got a picture of you, and they're like fucking gay guy grinding on people, and like they got like a fucking thread that goes to like fucking Hamlin, who's like child porn. So like somehow you're like on that Baltimore connected to him. Not for nothing. I I mean realistically, I can probably if statute of limitations wasn't a thing, I I would be able to you know like sue him for exploiting a minor, you know? Because what the fuck. What are you gonna get out of him? his fucking his, his baseball, baseball cards, cards bro? Dude. He's a millionaire. So all right, so now bring this back full circle. Yeah, the fight. It's about how when we were younger, we were always told buy these cards, they're your future. Yeah. And he goes back and he's trying to figure out why. And they go through a kind of a, like a history of cards. And then if you collect baseball cards, you know like the most famous probably baseball card within the last like fucking thirty years is the Ken Griffey Jr. upper deck. Mm-hmm. Everybody's seen it. Yeah. And how, like, 
that's the one card that like everybody like wanted to have and then like they go through the rumors about how uh my, my dog PG is making a cameo and now Spenny's gonna go crazy too okay, you won't hear much of it it's all good about how like Upper Deck like secretly mass produced so many of those cards to like to build the market and they fucking mass produced it but like it's a good documentary to watch if you ever like collected baseball because I remember like every Friday we would go to this place in West Warwick called the 10th inning and I would just fucking spend money I'd spend like $10 and I remember for some reason I saved up I think I had like 15 bucks and I fucking bought a Bobby Bonilla rookie card and I'm like the guy's like oh yeah you know a couple of years this one's gonna be it's gonna be worth something I looked it up on eBay the other day after I watched it I can buy it for like 49 cents yeah I used to have, I had a Jerry Rice rookie I had Cal Ripken rookie I had all kinds of shit and they used to be like 80 bucks 100 bucks back in the day when I was collecting them you go look at them now they're wow. worth Oh, maybe ten bucks, yeah. maybe fifteen. They're not worth shit. Nothing it, is worth shit. No. They they so mass produce them. The only people that benefited from that were the people that were smart enough to sell them at in the nineties. Yeah, mm. and like what's even funnier now, if you think about it, like even um, even things like like autographs and stuff, they're not worth what they used to be worth. Like no. you can get. I mean, they're still they still go for crazy prices for some fucking weird reason. Yeah, it depends but like, who it is. Yeah. It depends on what it is too. Like yeah. if you, if you get something signed to you, it's worth nothing. It's, yeah. it's worth absolute dick. Like I have a fucking signed jersey from um, uh, Dante Hightower. I met him before, like this I first year. I got a year. Walter Payton fucking autograph I've had yeah. since I was fucking in like fucking fifth grade, fourth grade. I had an OJ Simpson. I had an OJ Simpson fucking football, like a signature series football. I don't. It's in my basement somewhere. I wouldn't. I, I just think that's pretty sweet. Cause, I must yeah. be hanging out with those mics. So juice. Those mics are somewhere. I just never. I've been out of time, man. Sorry. Got, it's got funny. The, like there's a part in the the documentary where the guy's like, "Oh, uh, are these worth anything?" Is he goes, oh yeah, they're they're worth. Um, he called them they're hard toilet paper. So basically, yeah. fucking sell your Pokemon cards now because they're not. No, gonna yeah, be but worth here's the thing. No, no, Pokemon no, no, no. cards are worth. Here's the thing with Pokemon. Money. Pokemon was now, around in the late '90s, mm-hmm. and it was the hardest thing. And then they fu- it died it down, and, now and then it came back, and it's all the those, ever been. and then all those cards fucking like tripled in value. Sell them now. Yeah, well, that's that's a, the only reason baseball cards didn't hold their value is because they made so many because it was such a fad back then. Well, that and he, you know, here's the deal: the difference between a Pokemon card and a baseball card is Pokemon is a game, and people make money in tournaments playing the game. Yeah. So there's value to them because people now use them in a fucking uh, advantageous way. Well, plus I would You're imagine not gonna fucking play baseball cards. Like, what do you do with them? You look I, at them. I oh, hey, to, this is a fucking great season. Me and my friends used to play dice for baseball cards. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so we made a game out of it. Right, but <laughs> which is which is fun. But you were using that as your right, right. I know what you mean. You get what I'm saying. Like the card itself is the gambling currency. The the card itself. Who he who holds that card? Yeah, can win you the money in the tournament. Same thing with Dungeons and Dragons. And what's the other big one? Magic. Magic. I would is, bet that current. Yeah. Pokemon cards, if they're still being made, aren't worth jack shit because it's so popular. No, they're actually ju- they're just as popular really? as ever. My brother had a fucking channel, an, an un- unpacking channel. Him and his roommate for a while. That's how they got onto YouTube. Fucking, um, you buy a pack and you'd open it up and you'd go through it and like, like, oh, here's a rare one and the rare one's worth crazy. It's because they use it in tournaments. Oh yeah, the rare, especially well, the rare ones anyway, because they're rare. It's yeah. kind of like records where if you bought a fucking Michael Jackson record in 1980, there was fucking millions yeah. of them out there if you bought one now they probably only made a couple thousand so it's probably worth more than the old one is because there's not as many right but they're getting smart to that if you limit things 
people they, run out and buy them. They stay, they, and it's a crazy thing in, in black metal right now where even bands that are like, they only make a, a couple hundred of them and fucking the minute it's announced, boom, they're gone because they know there's only fucking 200 of them yep. so people just buy them even uh, if they don't like the music. Silly thing, uh, you've probably seen or haven't, the fucking new Tool album fucking selling $45 oh a CD. And Actually, have, that's a good transition. I wanted to talk about that. They have the fucking, uh, the, what was it, 10,000 10, Days, I think it was, or Lateralis had a little packet yeah, where yeah. you, you know. I had that with the holograph on the it. The holograph yeah. on it, yeah. So now, basically, there's a little digital screen, I guess, that comes in the CD case. That's why they're selling for 45 bucks. I think that's the biggest yeah, joke. Yeah, you can plug it in, power it up, what and everything. What a joke. Personally, it's like, that was like a fad that you had with the last CD or 10,000 Days, whatever you did with it. There's no reason to really keep. No, and I I, I, forty five bucks. Tool's gonna sell anyway, but I get the point. It's just like when baseball cards in the eighties were just cards, and then the nineties came, and then they would put like a special card in every pack that had like gold lining on it or something like that, and it was to get you to buy because they knew the value of the other ones weren't there. It's just like music. That's why everyone's doing colored vinyl and variants because they know that if I just put it out as fucking music, someone's just going to go buy it digitally. But if we make it like a collector's item, everyone's going to go out and buy it because they what, think it's going to be worth money. Well, it just sucks because you, you feel like as a kid you're lied to. It's like, oh, you know, not that like everybody was fucking buying cards for the future, but like you feel almost like you were like duped into like, oh, buy these cards, spend all your money on them because well, you know these aren't an, an investment. And At one point to- they were though. Yeah. Nobody would have predicted the way. Nobody predicted the fucking internet the way it is. Like, no, dude, realistically, when the internet first really broke, it took forty-five minutes to download a half a picture of a boob. Yeah. Now we have fucking full HD, like fucking capability in our pocket, in our pocket, and you can go on fucking Pornhub. You know what I mean? Like, and you can find anything you want in any genre of anything. You. I can mean, find. realistically, it's it's how you, it's evolution, right? It's it's how you, it's how you change with the times. Speaking of porn, porn's still making a ton of money because, like, physical media, physical media somehow still sells in porn, which is, I think, one of the only things that That's does craziness. it. Which fucking blows my mind because, well, there are people out there that don't have the internet. Yeah, yet, but it's so. also creepy too. Like, like, fucking, you have to own a physical copy of fucking. Yeah, you don't need a collection of porn anymore. You no. can just go to fucking porn no. and watch whatever but you want to watch. People do. And the other thing, I mean, look at the AVN thing out in fucking Las Vegas. Like, it's a party. Like, all those girls go. Yeah. You can go and meet your favorite fucking porn stars. And, like, smart, very, very, very... There was a point in porn where it was nothing but drug addicts and, like, fucking girls that were, like, molested when they were a child. Now, it's PhD... It's people... The girls fucking do this so they can put themselves through college and get doctorates and shit. Well, it's just, like, it's no different than, like, Instagram models that, you know, they... Oh, that's a fucking joke. They go on... I mean, there's some real hot ones that deserve to be fucking models, but... It's just any any girl that's slightly fucking attractive can make a fucking living. The just best being an part about model. all those Instagram, none of those girls look like that. And everybody no. thinks that they're all just taking pictures with their phones. No, they're doing photo shoots. Yeah, they they're pay, doing real photo shoots. They pay crazy fucking money to get a photo shoot. They'll take five hundred photos in one shoot and then strategically place them over the fucking over the. There's over a the girl year. I follow, and she'll post all people who are paying her Patreon, and like they sign up for like twenty five dollars a month or whatever. And she, yeah. every time someone signs up. She posts the name and, oh, yep. thank you, thank you, thank you. And she's getting, like, dozens and yep. dozens and dozens of them a day. Yeah, this, there used to be this girl I used to follow, and uh, she used to only take pictures of ribs. <laughs> 
Speaking of that, if I was a girl, shit, I would do that. No, well, on my own, no, no fucking agent, no nothing. Well, like that's that's kind of what I was getting at though with like where I was going through the porn thing. The reason why the, like they're making so much money now because people pay for it. Like there's there's a whole market for girls that sell their own their their underwear. There's yeah. a market for girls that sell pantyhose. There's a market like that fucking Bell whatever I, her name is sold bathwater yeah. and it sold out in minutes and she What's made his crazy name? money. Fucking uh, Fancier was he buying socks online? <laughs> my god oh shit yeah yeah I'm, I'm what's left. up what's up stonewall <laughs> yeah oh shit this is studio's fun. almost blowing down over here yeah our, our, our outdoor rig is uh, about to fucking take a tumble um he said rig don't get any fucking idea we, we were talking about mike messier by the way yeah yeah, yeah yep exactly <laughs> man is that a stray cat in my yard? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, all fun. We're all just having fun. Um, yeah, so... Uh, hey, why is that cat in a wagon over there? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Why is that wagon covered in Christmas decorations? <laughs> no, 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 no. Why it's is really that wa- crazy. No, no, no. Why is that wagon covered in Halloween decorations? <laughs> oh, man. It's delivering pizza? No, it's, it's <laughs> delivering Taco Bell because it's a Grubhub now. Hey Ray, have you ever eaten yellow snow? <laughs> I can't. I can't say that I have. <laughs> he has no fucking clue what we're talking about. This uh, anyways. Holy shit! We hey, have, wh- guys, we have fun here. Hey, why is that guy wrestling his mom right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Speaking of Pokemon. Uh, Oh, Christ. All right. So, um, let's go on to the music talk. Fuck it. Now that Ray... Uh, exactly an hour in. Good call. Yep. That's. It seems like we've done this before. Oh, and by the way, the new Tool song, it's boring. Dude, I, I tried to listen to it the other day. Like, in like I would skip to like two minutes, and then I skipped to four, and then six, and then it was the same... Every time I skipped, it was the same droney yep. fucking bullshit. The best bullshit. part about that song was Danny Carey's drums probably the best part about that song is seven when it or eight minutes in. I think I skipped it like... Two minutes, yeah. like four times. The and end I of the song was the best part of the song. The best part of it was when I saw it was ten minutes and I didn't listen to it. Yeah. So fucking. I, I didn't even hear. I didn't hear any music in the whole in the the little parts I did try to. Dude, listen to. all all you people that are blowing that fucking song up like it's the best thing that's ever happened. You're full of shit. Like let's be real here. And this isn't me. This goes back. to I'm not trying to be like the elitist guy, but it, like I gave the song a chance. I'm a huge. I love tools. Yeah, but this goes stuff, back but, to the fucking like the Guns N' Roses thing. Like everybody who's like it's gonna be overhyped. For sure, and that's what it is. Like you, you have those fans who are always going to justify no mm. matter what. Same thing with fucking like Kiss fans. I guess it's probably any fan of any band. Like anything that you put, they put out is like the greatest thing. In well, the world. Tool is also one of those bands that has that kind of following. That mm. anything they put out is the fucking greatest thing ever. Fuck Not they, every band has that. Best thing about Tool is their videos. And now where the fuck are you going to see fucking videos? MTV Five, YouTube. Actually, it was no. kind of funny because I haven't seen a band's Vivo page in a long time, and that's how they released that's they released the the song really? on that, which I laughed about. That's what I fucking put up for him. He probably he's one of the, he probably didn't want to use YouTube because of the censorship because he's definitely one of those guys that. that no, do apparently that. Maynard has nothing to do with why the music wasn't released on uh, streaming. It's all the other guys. Well, it's all on Spotify now, I believe, right? Because of that they finally released it last week, and apparently it was all being held up because of the other guys in the band. 
And he, he won't say who it is, but he's like he hinted at it on Rogan's podcast. Well, I, I mean, I get it for a band that size because Spotify, I have music on Spotify, and you make the same per play as any big band, and you literally make less than less than like a tenth of a penny on every yeah. play. It's ridiculous. I think they were just holding out for a different reason. I think, something, I think they were holding out to wait to see what was going to happen with it. But realistically, there's more money in that than people realize. It's the fucking... It's... it's the the record companies are making crazy money. Oh, the those. record companies are making money, but the artist certainly isn't. I can't figure out what the fuck. Sorry, now I'm getting confused because I, I lost an app somewhere on my phone. I don't know what what the one is, so it must not have been a good one. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. Let me go back to my notes. So, uh, speaking of music, we did a good old fashioned random day. No theme at all, but I feel like we all kind of do our own thing. Racing like he had his own little theme. Mm-hmm. I kind of kind of had a theme and it, I didn't mean for it to happen it kind of just happened and uh, yeah so I think uh, race started so if Steve would like to start with his notes I shall facts we'll go there. facts great catchy riff once it finally kicks in good stoner style riff to follow up vocals reminded me of Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats although a little bit more produced great bluesy solo towards the end good stuff and I gave it a Three brews out of three. Cool, cool. Uh, Go ahead, Gary. I'm just going to read verbatim what I wrote for everything. That's what we all do. Well, but sometimes, like, you can riff a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So glad we are outside for this song. The opening bass in the beginning would have made me want to quit the podcast if this was at a higher level. What's your your rating on it? Uh, one. All right. I put cool guitar tone, uh, fuzzy and building. Not sure about the vocals yet. There's that stoner riff I was waiting for, uh, about a minute in or so. So far, musically, is it's very good. Um, not big into the vocals. Uh, could just be the booze from last night talking, but the vocals are becoming more and more like nails on a chalkboard. Good solo work, band is tight. I hated the fucking vocalist. One point nine three. <laughs> All right, let me tell you That's who it very is. Very random. Well, yeah. it was it was a two, and then the guy kept singing. Yep, and it, it started losing fractions of a point every time he kept on speaking. I, I was yeah, you could tell us, and then uh, you can do your your notes if you want, right? All right. Uh, this is Cadaver. This is the Devil's Master. It's a single. Yep. Uh, let's see what do we got here. Uh, He'll catch on eventually. I put uh, more advanced in their earlier stuff. Uh, catchy stoner riff, almost has a ghost vibe to it vocally a little bit. Uh, I like the lead guitar in this. I just wish it was a little bit longer. I'd probably give it a two and a half. That's, I've never checked them out, but that's Cadaver with a K, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The last album was Berlin, I believe. I've seen them around, but I've never checked them out because I figured they were just like a, they have a look like they're old, trying to be like an old 70s band. Yeah. They don't really sound like that, but that's how they look. So I never really checked it out, but I liked it a lot. So I'll probably, I probably will. All right, song two. Another good stoner riff, good vocals, real catchy hook, catchy all around. Another three. That's my first double three. Cool, cool. <sighs> okay, let's see. I thought this sounded like the first song, so I want to die. Rating. Point nine. Okay. I put more stoner jams, digging the opening, riffing. Uh, better vocals on this one. Pretty straightforward, stony rock. I give it a solid two. It was, it's a good tune. I, I like Realistically, musically, I'd probably give it like a two and a half, but as a whole song, I I, I cut it down a little bit because I don't know. I just I also I was fading out a little bit when we first started listening to music. My brain was uh, getting a little foggy there, and I, I now that I'm 
a little, little better. I, I, oh wait, actually, I actually wrote more for this song. I'll be honest. I'm, I'll, you know what? I'm gonna I'll bump that one up to a two point two five because I did like the song, but I think I was so miserable about the vocals from the first song, like and back to back, and I was like, oh great, another stoner. Like I, my brain yeah. just shut down. What so. else did you have, Gary? I wrote more for this song, actually. So go for it. Musically, I think it would be fine to see on a bigger venue stage, but I'm sure that they only play shitholes like the Palladium upstairs, and to be trapped with 300 smelly metalheads banging their heads and wearing no deodorant would make me want to drive into a tree. See, Way is- better than your facts. Yes. <laughs> this is exactly what we've been talking about. Gary, you're officially on the team. <laughs> you know, as long we- as you don't play any Guns N' Roses. <laughs> or... I'm not going to say the other thing. I was going to make a really bad joke about Hamlin. All right. <laughs> We're not going to do that. So this is a band called Worshipper. They're from Massachusetts. Uh, this is High Above the Clouds off their first album. I put almost has an 80s Dio feel to it. Uh, reason I dig it is uh, I like the backing synth on a lot of this album. And uh, the guitars are pretty solid when it slows down. I give this about a two and a half. Was there any synth on this song? Because I didn't hear it. There is. I don't think you could hear it too good on the the smaller speaker. But if you, you'd hear it on my bigger cabinet. Yeah. Cool. Okay. My picks. Whoever wants to start, go for it. I'll go again. All right. More traditional hardcore than I'm used to from Ed. Great bass line. Vocals sound like. Vocals that sound like this are hit or miss for me, but this is a hit. I like the drawn-out drum and bass section with the vocals over top, and once it comes back in, it has a nice riff. Pretty good. Um, enjoying the outro that sounds like an intro. 2.5. Sweet. Spoken word song. I'm not sure if that makes much sense. Uh, seems to have a message, but hard to make out some of the lyrics. Still better than the Trash Ray plays. Rating? Eh, I'd give it a 1.5. Okay. If you looked up those lyrics, you'd like that song a lot. I I, uh, I I did, so like that's why I knew it had a message. Yeah. But it was some of it I could hear, some of it was just kind when of kind of like what he said. That song on a bigger radio is a little bit like that's kind of for a, a hardcore band from Boston, which I'm kind of giving a little, a little bit of away right now, and I'll get back into it. That song is there's a lot going on in it um, on a bigger stereo. But go ahead, Ray. All right, I put fast-paced hardcore, like the build, about a minute in, good bass line. Uh, all in all, a catchy song. Couldn't exactly follow what he was singing about. I'd give it a 2.5. I like the changes throughout the song. Cool. Um, so this is a band called Ruiner. They're from Boston. Um, they are. I don't think they're around at all anymore. Um, this is an album that I, I picked up because I like the artwork. It's like a purple cover, and it, it has like a... Like a tree with like people hanging, hanging from it. Uh, not in a way that white supremacist. N- <laughs> it's a, yeah, I know, right, motherfucker. No, it's uh this the sna- the name of the song. This is the last song in the album. This album is like eight songs and twenty two minutes long. Like this song is the longest song by far. Every other song in this album is like a minute and a half. Yeah. Um, the song is called "Kiss That Motherfucker Goodnight," and if you listen, if you actually read the lyrics and listen to the lyrics, you, you kind of get where he's going with it. And a lot of them, this band has powerful, powerful lyrics when you get into them like i actually found uh i think the third album like way later on because i I forgot that they were a thing for a long time and then uh there's an album called dead weight that's just fucking phenomenal like they have a couple there's another song in this album that's really 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 good and it's about like kind of like i don't know going through your youth and stuff and they're just powerful messages man so um all i really wrote was song reminds me of my early 20s lyrics are very meaningful and powerful uh a few layers to the song 
more so than what I feel like you were ex- would, would expect. You know, like when it first yeah. kicks in, you just expect it to be like a straightforward hardcore song, and then it kicks in like later on. You can feel the emotion when it drops. And yep. that's also again, it's the last song in the album too, so it's a great outro. Anyways, um, so glad everybody enjoyed it. Go, Steve. Song number two. Didn't like this at all until it got heavy. There's kind of um, it's not a breakdown, but it sounds like it's going to be a breakdown section. That's when I that's when I got into it. And then it went back to the beginning. Not really my thing. It's just whatever. Generic. I like the soaring guitar near the end before the little outro. I gave it a 1-5. Gerald? Mayhem Festival Band. This is the shit I would go skip and wait in line to meet on Earth with Steve, only for him to be too good to get an autograph. <laughs> I'd give it a 1. I put uh, not really feeling this track all that much. Uh, not bad for what it is. Like Steve said, uh, some of the parts in the song have like a heavier kick to it. Uh, some of it, like it mixed where it felt like kind of upbeat or uplifting on the guitars, and then like really heavy. So it's it was like kind of back and forth. Like it's either like one or the other in this situation for me. It just yep. didn't really kick it, but I gave it about a one. So this is one of my favorite bands ever i have uh one of their albums the album that came out after the tattooed on my shin yeah um this is a band called the ghost inside and they are big and famous because of the fact that they were in a really tragic uh, bus accident a couple years ago the drummer lost his leg um a bunch of other crazy shit like they played their first show a couple weeks ago and it was they played their first show in i think three years since the accident and it was fucking phenomenal um, I'm a huge. Did you talk about them recently? Because I yeah. remember you talking about a band that yeah. you played that them on the like, podcast before. No, I've never played them oh, on the podcast. Right. Um, but the album that comes out that came out after this, the first two albums are a little bit more straightforward, hardcore, like this song. You're either into them. Or, or, I mean, I'm really into this kind of stuff. This is uplifting hardcore. Every every song has a good message. Every song like this is like get you through a workout, get you through a day. Music. The lyrics are all like about positive things. This song is off the second album. Uh, the song is called Chrono in the guest vocalist matt brusso um is the singer from bury your dead and i got to see them when i saw the ghost inside play at the upstairs of the palladium back to gary's favorite place um one of my favorite shows of all time he came out and did the song with them because he's he lives in massachusetts so he just showed up and it was fucking awesome to be able to see this song um be done the right way and if you actually this is another one lyrically if you look up the lyrics this has some of the most meaningful and powerful lyrics I've ever listened to in my life. So whether you like the song or not, there's there's power behind it. This one's more about like um, if you actually look them up, it's it's kind of like going through life and letting go of like seeing your your life kind of go before your eyes. And um, I don't know, it, like it, it brought me. These two songs both brought me back into like my early twenties or like my mid twenties, and it kind of reminded me of a time. Um, Actually, I'll just read what I, I'll read what I put. It says, uh, "Just like the last song, brings me back to a certain place in my life that sometimes I overlook." Also, incredibly powerful lyrics uh, to go see. I again got to see this live with Matt Purcell. So, a huge fan of the song. Um, I, I figured you guys weren't going to like this one as much because it's a little bit more, I don't know, uh, uplifting. I think you'd like some of the stuff from the next album. It's a little bit more like throaty, you know. Yep. Um, and, but I, I wanted, to, I just wanted to hear the song because I thought the two of them. Lyrically wise, even though we couldn't really listen to lyrics, both had a, a good message, and I just felt like being a positive guy today. So that was uh, one song was kind of a depressing song, and the other one was an uplifting song. Both of them, if you think about it, kind of have a depressing message behind them. So. I think we should all start because you're really only the only one that ever talks about lyrics. 
I think we should probably all look into the lyrics of the songs we play. Mm-hmm. Just to see what the fuck, because I I never look at lyrics. Yeah, I hardly do either. So it make it more interesting, definitely, to, to say what the song because about. some of these songs that we're playing, even though they sound mean and and dark, they might have uplifting lyrics too. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I mean, realistically, like that song, if you again, truthfully, if you look at the lyrics, like they're phenomenal. They really are. There's something about it. Like if you, I think that changes it though too, because you take a stra- a standard hardcore song. Don't pay attention to the lyrics at all, and it's just to you guys. It's a all right. It's just another hardcore song, great. Yeah. But then if you actually look into it and feel the passion of what they're singing about, it, it changes it. it changes yeah. your perception of what's going on. Plus, they're very thought out and a very um, the message. By, I mean, look at Hate Breed's a great example of that. A lot of people thought you you see a band with a hate in their name, and every song is about positivity and like yeah, like getting through adversity and perseverance. Hard times and perseverance. Literally, an album called Perseverance. Like yeah. that's the thing that, uh, people don't realize about hardcore music bringing back to the whole gun violence thing with Acacia Strain like Acacia Strain has a lot of miserable mir- lyrics because the guy was depressed for a long time if you yeah. meet Vincent he's like the fucking nicest guy ever and like ha- just has a blast on stage they just they just have fun the whole time like mm-hmm. a lot of that's why I, I'm drawn to this kind of music because it's it's uplifting and the fucking crowd gets into it and every, it, you become one no matter what shirt you have on them you know and there was a time in hardcore it wasn't like that but yeah. now it's it is so anyways uh, yeah so lyrically wise I'm, I'm just I'm drawn to certain things. So we'll keep that in mind for next week. We'll um we'll try to get our picks planned out before the day of, which doesn't seem to happen very much these days. Well, it, it all depends. So if we got to do the album rewind, so that'll be something yeah. too. We got to do the next we're going to have to do like two of those. By the way, stuff. if you didn't you say you wanted to play one on, that was on vinyl? That's why I didn't. I have a today. Bluetooth um turntable. So okay. we could do that on okay. on that little speaker. All right. It's up to you, whatever you guys want to do. Because it's I, the album that I, I think the album that I'm going to end up picking, I have on vinyl. And it's there's a couple songs that sound real big. So I think on his radio. Sound better? Yeah. yeah like yeah. just randoms or just random, like this is fine. Yep. You know? But, um, or even if we want to do an outside vinyl day, like that'd be kind of cool too. Yeah. You know, like do that. But this one album specifically, I'd, I'd like to listen to uh, on, his, on his thing. Okay. That's another one that meaning, like lyrically wise, is going to be fucking pretty, pretty big. Anyways. Sorry, guys. I sound like a broken record with that kind of stuff, but I know what I like about music. So. Yep. On to Geralt's picks. Yep. Geralt. All right. Um, definitely a different cover. Certainly not my thing, but not bad. Really not much to say about it, although whoever made this definitely made it their own. On its own, I'd give it a 1.5, but because they made it their own, I'll give it a 2. Ray? I'd rather listen to Puff Daddy destroy Led Zeppelin's Cashmere. I didn't really care for it at all. I thought it was corny. I uh, give it a fucking point two. It's fucking weird. I thought, it felt like someone just punched me in the fucking back with my back twitching. <laughs> Holy shit! That was fucking weird. It's Jeffrey Epstein. It's a it's a ghost of something. Um, I put southern sounding rock sounds familiar, and then all of a sudden the actual song played, and oh, it turns out that it's an Aerosmith cover. Um, Beatles cover, technically. Well, that's what I was just going to say. So what's funny is this is a cover of an Aerosmith song of a Beatles cover. So this is a cover of a cover. So, which is odd. The Inception. You're welcome. Uh, cool take on the song. Pretty sure it's Kid Rock. Also would be a great stripper song. Speaking of titties from last night. Um, I could definitely picture seeing the song at a strip club. And when it kind of like broke near the end, like kind of slowed down at the end, like that's where she's like whipping her hair right before the big finale. And then all of a sudden she spreads her legs and sticks her puss in Ray's face. Yep. 
Two. I give it a two. Boots. Boots. Facts. Facts. Two. This is Gary Clark Jr. And oh, I've never. I don't think I've ever heard any of this. Uh, Who's that? Uh, black he, guy. Yeah. So Ray's out. No, he's I, a, like, he's a I, like, I like the black yeah, guy. Yeah, like he's yeah. Uh, he's like really big within the last like couple of years. Everybody wants to work with him. He's worked with the Foo Fighters. Wait, fucking. he's a blues guitarist. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's fucking okay. phenomenal. He's really good too. I honestly, I I almost wrote it down, but I didn't. I thought the guitar solos on this blue. I thought they blew. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. Terrible. I've heard, his, I've heard his other. He actually, uh, Rogan played for a fucking, what the fuck, was it Tool? I don't know. Somebody that he had on last week, he's got live footage of the, the Honey Honey people playing with him. Like, they did, like, an impromptu set, and he, like, he just jumped on stage, grabbed the guitar, and they started playing. So he's actually really, really good. He's a fucking great guitarist. I just, I don't, I've never really listened to much of it. Like, I've never personally gone in, but I know I've heard his stuff, so that's cool. Who would have thought? This song is actually from the Justice League uh, soundtrack. That's what it was recorded for. Interesting. So. All right. On to song two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Song two. I'm guessing this is a Graves Misfits or something, but I really have no idea. Vocals aren't bad. Decent generic riff. Uh, pretty much completely generic. 1.5. Wouldn't expect anything less from the Misfits from Geralt of Riviera. Uh, catchy song. I'll give it a two. It is what it is. It's a mess of it. I don't got much to say. I put good punker song. Not sure who this is, but cool song about Nightmare on Elm Street. I put a 2.3. I like the song. This is the Misfits, but this is the Jerry only version of the Misfits. Okay. Which That's why I couldn't tell who it was. That's why I kind of played it, because I'm sure most of you don't even listen to this version of the band. I've never heard a single song by that that. So it's 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 hit or miss. I mean, uh, this is the last actually. They did a little uh, EP of fucking B. I'll punch you right in the face like Dane Cook said. Come on, motherfucker. No, get away from me, B. Get away from me, B. Lex Ray's phone, whatever, whatever it's doing. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of here! It's I'll on you, dude. It's in your face. I get fucking stung. He's on your hand. Holy shit! I'm trying to sting somebody because you were awful close and landed. Maybe that's what just punched me in the back. Maybe. Oh lord! Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Ray. Luckily, you can stand up and hold the mic, so you're good there. Fucking stressed out. B's gonna make me fucking break this chair again. Uh, yeah, Ray's already fucking snapped one of my chairs, cocksucker. Fucking gonna break another one, fucking stupid fighting a bee. You ever, uh, see, you ever see Ray fight a bee before? We just I, did. Yep. It was awesome. That might. That's gonna have to be somehow uh, part and, of the title I of the like song. And he goes, oh, I'm fucking stressing out over here with this fucking bee. <laughs> That could be the title of the fucking dude, podcast. Dude, the fucking thing was red. <laughs> like, I'm a fucking dog. Banging the table, fucked it up. Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, yeah, fucking goddamn. Goddamn fucking Ray is, is on his fucking glasses. Oh, shit. Okay. Good, yeah. Are we recording? Holy yep. shit. All right. Uh, this was the... Uh, Last release from the Misfits before they got back together with uh, Danzig, and they did uh, like a five-song EP of just 
songs about different horror movies. Oh, is that the one? Uh, the cover is like it's like the Grim Reaper, the 13th right? Thirteenth or something. Yeah. No. Okay. The name of the album is actually called Friday the Thirteenth. I I thought this was you know like Dokken did the fucking the Dream Warrior song mm-hmm. and like uh, some of the songs that came out of those those movies from the like the Nightmare on Elm Street movies were great. Yeah. I thought this was something from one of the from one of the movies. I just assumed that this was one of the on one of the soundtracks. Nobody gives this era of music a chance because you have the elitists who are like, oh, Danzig's better, Danzig's better, I don't want to fucking listen. And, like, to me, I just, I like something that's catchy and obviously, you know, to, to each their own, but, like, to me, I like this. This, like, I can understand the lyrics, it's fucking, I think it's catchy. You know, it is what it is, but, like, I don't know, give, people just give it a chance. And Back to my, my fucking moral of the story. Today. That's right. Eddie's motivational. Is it Eddie you? and Gary, or- uh, this is like 2016. Okay. This is like I said. This is the last thing that they did before they did the Riot Fest shows with, oh, okay. with Danzig. So I don't think I don't think legally he can release any more music until probably all those shows and shit are done. Isn't isn't his son playing drums now or something? His son was in the new band. Yeah, with as a him. drummer. No, as a guitarist. Oh, that's weird. I his, thought Doyle was always a guitarist. No, Doyle, uh, Doyle ended up leaving, I think, in, like, fuck, 2004, 5? And he started a band with uh, Gorgeous George from WCW. The girl? Yeah. I'm an asshole. Well, I think if you do, uh, I think the rumor is he actually stole her from Macho Man. And that's why the Misfits weren't in WCW. Oh, yeah, all. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, <sighs> fuck. So... Those are my picks. So go out and listen to it. Music is music. Yeah, Gary. Go listen to some black metal. Love is love. Love is love. All right. Now. Non-binary. Gary says go check out music. Go check hate. out music. But then he he's a hypocrite. He doesn't want to listen to fucking Gorgoroth or fucking Mayhem. <laughs> I don't want to listen to anything that you play. Pretty much. That's pretty much what it boils down to. You've liked a few of my picks. Was it what's I find funny? Even like stuff that I listen to. Like I listen to punk hardcore a lot of the time. That's. The same shit is what he listens to, but he doesn't listen to it. You know what I mean? Like, it's funny how, like... Oh, it's a different punk hardcore than what yeah. he would listen to. Yeah. Still, they're like offshoots of each other. That's yeah. why I like the stuff that he... You know what I mean? It's, oh. Yeah. No, there's a fly down there. Oh. Fucking stressing out the over this fucking... He's back. He's back. Hey. And fucking Steve, Steve swatting at him. Steve fucking making him all Yeah, great. Fucking, fucking King Kong over here. Gonna fucking <laughs> swat him over here to me. <laughs> fucking knock him out. I'm gonna knock that fucking bee out. You stressing me out, bro? <laughs> fucking stressed out over a fucking bee. I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock the fucking antlers right off his head. I thought yeah. for sure Ray was gonna have to smack himself in the face. <laughs> like that's what I kept on picturing, like like a Looney Tunes car- cartoon. Am I am I an idiot? Do bees have antlers? They have antennas. That's what I meant. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fucking name. Write that down. Oh, Somebody write that my down. God. I'm gonna knock his antlers. You right made off me his head. fucking like I'm an asshole. Like is like are there two different antlers? <laughs> Are you going to piss? Oh, you're going to miss fucking Steve's review? Uh, no, we'll just, we'll just wait. It is what it is. Okay, now we can talk wrestling. Yeah, speaking of which, tonight also happens to be... Um, SummerSlam. SummerSlam, yeah. Is it? Yep. <sighs> which I haven't, yeah, I haven't watched a single fucking Did WWE Did watch product. NXT? No. I heard yeah. that the Three Stages Hill match was really good, though, apparently. I didn't even know there was one. Me either, until I read it on Facebook. I haven't watched wrestling enough. Dude, like, I, I took this weekend off because I got that fucking... Did I tell you guys about that? I was telling Ray about that last week. Remember last week I got I got the concussion? Yep. 
so I, the footage got put up a couple days later, and in my head, I thought when I got hit, the lights went out for a second, I knew that, and I thought, like, when it came to, I, I caught the rope, like, I grabbed the rope, and that's what I remember, like, grabbing the rope, turning around, and keeping going with the match. Yep. I dropped to the ground, like, full-blown, like, hands and knees, fucking totally dropped and, like, took a second. So that's how fucking bad it was. And, like... My wrestling might be uh, might be taking some some time off. I haven't talked about it with anybody, so I might as well put it on here because I don't think any of those guys listen to this anyways. But I think you should. I think it's. I think I might have to. I might, I might just be involved. I might. I don't know. I might, I'll, I'll be involved somehow because I do like it. But for now, I'm only gonna I'm gonna cut it down to just one show. Uh, I'm gonna do just RWA for now because I have a good thing going there, and mm-hmm. I do like what I do. And we're we're being booked as big guys, so I really don't take much damage. Is that anyways. for the B? No. It's for the back, back of his neck. <laughs> You, yeah, got to hide yeah, that. Fucking toasty. Fucking yeah, like, that, the towel ain't going to hide that red neck, boy. Nope. <laughs> it's a little bit better, though. You're taking a card right out of Eddie's book last week. Yeah, uh, you were it's fucking knocking time. me last weekend. I was not anymore. I wasn't even in the sun last week, and my fucking like, shoulders and my back. My, yeah, when I took yeah. my shirt off the, the, that night, I was like, oh my God, like, what the fuck? I didn't get shit. You, said, you were sitting in the right spot. I was right there the whole time. Yep. Um,. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I got blasted in the head. So I think when I talked to, talk, told Kristen about it, too, she's, uh, the girls are starting to get a little, little worried. And I was, I was fucking rocked for a couple of days. My brain was not. Weren't there, like, fucking you pretty much got a concussion, and then you got fucking kicked in the lip, and it's like, yeah. I could see maybe if you were fucking, if you were an indie worker and you are actually making money. And I get the fact that, like, I you, was close to it. I just, I, I couldn't do it. I was, I was right on the verge of fucking... Like, I get that you like doing the charity shows, and it's cool, and like to do those shows yeah. and like benefits and stuff, but like, what do you get out of it? Like, I can't see that you get enough out of it to be like, you know what? This is worth the concussion. No, I, I did at one point. I was starting to, I got way further last year than and, I thought I was ever going to get, and, and I was 30, right on the cusp. And you're 34. You well, know what I mean? If, if you were 16 and like, this different. is USWF, I'm like, oh, fucking, yeah. it's a, that's a, that's a, like a battle scar. You're like, oh, fucking chalk that up. Like, oh, that's one more yeah. win for me. Like, oh, I'm tough. But like, but the problem too is, if if I just did like bullshit grunt work or something that I didn't have to like function, you know, or think about, that'd be one thing. But I have to speak and think like and outthink people for a living. Like I'm let's, literally like I'm a bull, I'm a professional bullshitter. That's yeah, what I let's, do for work. let's say you got like a fucking really bad concussion, and then like I'm, isn't your job like don't you make commission and stuff? Yeah. So you rely on like being able to talk, That's being able job, to talk. Hundred percent. So let's say you got fucking knocked out completely, and you had to spend time in the hospital. Monday, you would have missed. You would have missed yeah. work and. Mo- like, Monday and Tuesday sucked. Put it that way. Like my brain was not like I. I was not like I was not as quick as what I thought I was. You know what I mean? I'm back to it now. Like I'm. I'm. I'm fine now. But we're all such fucking idiots with this anyway. I fucking tore ligaments in my knee. Yeah. And wore the fucking full leg soft cast, and I wrestled like mm-hmm. the, the week of with the fucking soft cast on, like an asshole. It's <laughs> I, like. I think it's just yeah. one of those things where, like, again, this goes back to, like, living your youth, you know what I mean? I think that's another reason why those two songs fucking, I picked them, because they, they both kind of talk about shit like that. You think you're, you think you're invincible. Yeah. Until you're not, you know, and that's, that's the other problem. Like, I've always just worked through pain. Like, me and Kristen kind of argue about, not argue, but, like, we get snippy at each other, because she's, she legitimately, she's got celiac disease and stuff, so her stomach really does bother, like, if a speck of fucking bread gets on her food, like, she's sick for fucking two days. And, like, you, you, a lot of these people that think celiac's bullshit, they're full of, it's not. Like, yeah. I've watched her get violently ill, like, for days because of this shit. So, like, she's, 
what it is is like I I was forced because of the way I was brought up to just work work through pain and yeah. work through bullshit. So I I don't know any other way. So yeah. I don't I don't get like people that go to the doctors or fucking. No. I make fun of those people usually. Yeah, I'm not like I don't get it at all. I really don't fucking understand it. So I just assume people are all like me, but it, it's I'm actually I'm no. the the odd man. Out. Yeah, we're the odd ones. See, I, I took a tumble. I was six feet up in a bay at work. And I leaned on a beam and it came out. And in the last second as I was going over, I said, well, shit, I better do a fucking front flip and land on my back like like a wrestler. And it's the only reason yeah, I fucking didn't get hurt. Sorry, Gary. I, I, I knocked the wind out of myself from six feet, but I just got up and continued working. Yeah, Everyone else like, oh, dude, dude go home. How you often, go you, fucking... how often do you blast your fucking head in those beams? And then oh, you're all the fucking rock time. Stuff, right? I, yeah. I used to do that all the time when I worked at Sam's. And then yep. your boob was purple. And then my boob was purple and other things were purple. I was purple everywhere. Yeah, but like you also, if you put it off, look, look at me. Yeah. I put it off. I put it off. I put it off, and no, now I'm in my I'm in this boat because you're I. You're one of the you're one of the reasons why I've been thinking about it because I don't know. Again, I'm not going to completely give it up, but you're right. Like you're a good example of that. My, I uh, my own family, not to bring it up on here. Somebody in my family last year had a really bad scare, shook my whole system last year. My my whole last like second half of last year sucked because I was faced with something that I I didn't think I was going to have to face, and. Once you get through, you're good, but, like, it makes you realize, I mean, all it's going to take is one fucking wrong hit to the back of the head, and I'm, I'm done. And, like, I'm somebody, the kid who, who kicked me is about your size. He's not, pointing to Gary, he's not a very big kid, but that just goes to show you that, like, just the right head, plus, with the amount of head, inju- head injuries I've had, it's easier to get them every time. Yeah. It, it just, you, it's like a clock. You only have so many fucking hits to the head, and then eventually, you know, it's no, no more. Your brain's not going to work anymore. I'm already punch drunk. Like, I get punchy sometimes just talking because my brain just fucking shuts down and then I got to, like, get it working again. And that's just from living my regular life with, with fucking football and wrestling and legit car accidents, things like that. But this kind of stuff makes you think, man. Like, as much fun as I have doing it, I just... Like, yesterday, I took the whole day off. And one of the reasons why I switched my, my career this year is because I wanted to be able to have more time with my family and friends and do things that I've never been able to do. I cut my grass yesterday. I cut my fucking hedges for the first time this year because I finally had time to do it. I fucking spent the time in the sun, hung out with my wife and my daughter. Mm-hmm. Like then after that, homeboy to the left came came by. We went to a fucking bachelor party. I motorboated some titties. Haven't done that in a long time. That was great. Uh, enjoyed some party favors. You know, those are fun. Um, some drogas. <clears throat> nah, you know, you know, <clears throat> just had some fun. That's all I'm saying. I look, you gotta live, you gotta live life, man. You know, one, one motorboat at a time. And the whole t- all day, I'm like, I didn't get home until three thirty morning. I don't do that kind of shit anymore. But like, it was a fucking. Bl- I had a all day, man. I had a fucking blast all day. You know, I had but, a blast cutting my grass. Yesterday. But imagine, you had a fucking show at seven. So you go to the go to the show at seven. Mm-hmm. Your match doesn't go on till eight. Yep. You bail after your match, which usually is frowned upon, but you do it. So do you're out of there by 8.30, you come home, fucking, then you're on the go. So let's say you mowed all your lawn, fucking cut all the hedges, yep. went and wrestled. By the time that you would have fucking started motorboating those titties, you might have fallen asleep going, yeah. you would have fell asleep mid-motorboat. Yeah. And, what, and you want to do that. No. Somebody somebody was nice enough to buy me a lap dance yesterday. It was one of the first lap dances of the night. And that girl, I wasn't sure if I found her attractive until she... Let me motorboat her boobies. No lady wants you falling asleep on no. know, her on her titties. But one thing, I, I I am tell you what, I'm glad I conditioned my beard yesterday. I washed and conditioned that bitch, and I'll tell you what, it was not a bristle pad on her fucking titties. <laughs> you know, her her boobies were just as soft as my fucking beard, and it was like it was like a perfect 
You ever see Velcro yes. come together? Velcro's rough. That's not why I'm using this analogy. I'm using it because it's just two pieces that fit. Like a, like a puzzle. Gotcha. That's my my bearded face in her valley between her titties. It's like ribs in Jackie's fat felly. Fat, fat belly, yeah. <laughs> fat, fat felly. Yeah. Fat, fat felly. Fat felly. I was no, gonna say I was gonna say fat face. It, it's one of those things where like you gotta you just gotta realize like what it's gonna be. And I, I enjoy the you know what too, since this, now that we're like a year into this and it I have so many ideas to go with this. I think we could do something with this. Like we could fucking like the, the like reviews and shit. We could do, go do movie reviews and fucking put them up on YouTube. People are making money like uh, doing that shit all the time. And yeah. if we just did it as something like I like being creative and I like performing somehow. That's one thing I know I can't get rid of. I can't go start a band tomorrow because all my fucking friends are lazy <laughs> or don't like music at all, Gary. Um, so I got to find something. That's where wrestling was filling that time. And I also the other thing was when I was selling cars, I started wrestling because it was supposed to be just a joke, and then I got into it because I didn't have any free time anyways. So why not take the little bit of free time I had and fill it with something so that way I never got distracted. Like, I wouldn't get distracted by life or let, you know. Mm. I didn't have time to think about my problems. So that it kind of filled, the, uh, patched the void, you know. But now that I have some free time, like, now that I, like, spending a Sunday out here on my deck, like, hanging out with you guys, is fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I can't operate without full time. I uh, free time. I need to fucking have like just me time. I, I went years I'm, without I'm burning it. out real it's quick. Just, it's it's like when you're younger, like and they tell you, you know, you need to get make one of those fucking graphs. It's like you do the do the two circles, do the fucking pros, the cons, and then like you know the middle piece, like the risk reward. Like, what are you getting out of it? I don't think you're getting out of it what you should compared to like. Here's the deal: to be able to get to the to the next stage, I have to start traveling. And I have to give up more time that I don't have. Yeah. And that's kind of what I had to make that decision uh, like January, actually, is when I, I had to start backing off. And then I figured I'd just kick it down to the local level because I, I made it further than I ever thought I was going to. I made it on a pay-per-view. Like, no matter how much of it I was on, I was just a bit player in it. But I still made it on a fucking pay-per-view. To me, that's that's a win. Considering I never really took the wrestling thing serious. All the dudes that I know, all these young, they're all way younger than me. And they're t they take this shit so fucking serious. And good for them. There's no reason why they shouldn't. Because yeah. we did at one time. At one time, you know. Mm -hmm. My my thing is just, I have too much going on in my life, to like, I I think it's I just think it's I lost my passion for it because I can't go any further than what I am right now because I don't have I don't have the free time to travel. I definitely don't have the free money to travel, and that's the whole thing to be able to get your name out there to be good at and get bigger in wrestling. You have to fucking drive, dude. Yeah, you gotta eat a lot of shit. You're not gonna get paid. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> And you're going to drive a lot of miles, yep. and you're going to be fucking stuck in a... You have to carpool with fucking four stinky dudes or ladies now with gear that they don't wash. Mm -hmm. With You know, and it just... That's fun, you know, for a little while, but I'm just... I'm at a point in my life now where, like, I'm going to do... I think I'm going to stick to the charity shows when I, when they're around, because I do like doing it. And when I do those sh shows, typically I do comedy stuff. Kill it! Fuck out of here, B! I'll fucking <laughs> kick you in the face! Knock his fucking antlers off, Gary! And this is why it's <laughs> fucking antlers up. Anyways, all right, we should do the fucking music review and keep on talking I'm about all life after that. Out. <laughs> I know what you're talking about now. Exactly. Fuck. See me? I just, I just embraced the B. I had him right here. I could have smashed sorry, him. I should have. I'm sorry. He's okay now. He's worried about you, Gary. See? Oh, sp yeah. Give him a couple treats. He's a good boy. Spinward protects the house. Every day that I leave my house. I tell him I, give, I say goodbye to my dogs. I tell him I said I, I said Spenny, you no, know, go make sure that you protect your sister Peachy 
and the piggy. And he does. He protects the house. He's protects the house so well that he's ripped through four of my fucking um, my windows. So it's great. <laughs> Good job, buddy. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Ain't no motherfucker walking in this house. Yeah. That's for fucking goddamn sure. That's right. Fucking bee. Yo, he just protect you from that bee, bro. All right. What are All right. Back to music. Yeah, we got to finish it because we're, we're in uh, we're uh, on Steve's me tricks. now. Whoever wants to go first. I want to be on you all day. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go first. I want to uh, be on you like I was on them titties last night. <laughs> this one's short. <laughs> I don't want any B on me today. Okay. Uh, Steve's first song I put. <clears throat> Terrible. Yuck. Makes me miss race picks. Ooh. <laughs> Ed? Sorry. Let's get my stogie going. Um, bass riff. Uh, heavy open. Uh, into some thrashy riffing. Gets a little grindy uh, in, a, in a few spots. Not huge on, on the vocals, but they're getting the job done. Ripping solo. Gary looks like uh, Gary looks so happy that we had to move the speaker right next to him. I give this a two because of Gary's face while the song was on. So what do you think? I know. I think you said before you don't like that kind of plucky bass. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like that. Yeah, I could like. I'm weird. That's that's a hard thing for me to explain too because like. The first song I played, bass heavy, like the song you played. It's a different play. Entirely style, fucking different bass. Yeah. yeah, it's entirely different. I, I like a, a thick bass. I think line. this is a fretless bass. Okay. Probably. That's probably yeah. That 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 might be part of it. I just kind of like um the best example I have where I, I were like uh was that Havoc right? Yeah. The first the first like four Havoc albums are phenomenal. Then all of a sudden they got a new bass player and I fucking hate it. I can't stand listening to it because <laughs> it's too much. It's like. Like yeah, it, it's yeah. too much, you know. Yeah. Because that's what kind of takes me out. Some of the some of that stuff takes me out of the early fucking thrash stuff in general. Which I get it. I, I respect what it is, but that it would have this this the music wise outside of the 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 bass knocked it down a notch or two. It would have gotten like a two point two five without that. And, and the vocals, I was I was hit or miss with those. Some some of the parts I liked a lot, and then there were certain parts that I was uh, just wasn't feeling. But yeah. This one also might have benefited from a, b- a bigger stereo too. Probably because it's really about the drums and the bass on this. Yeah, the drums are great. I yeah. like that part. Um, Ray, I put uh, thrashy right away. Heavy bass, interesting sound. Vocals are a little cheesy in a good way though. Again, the raw bass is what got me on this track. I give it a two point five. All right, this is a band called Sadis. I think this is probably late eighties, early nineties. Sounds the right time frame, yeah. Yep. Um, I think, yeah, there's some weird, like, almost robotic distortion on the voice is probably what was throwing you off. Yeah. I think it's like that on the whole album. But um, I love, I'm, I'm not, sometimes I'm a fan of that plucky bass. If it's like, if it's like funky, I don't like it. But if it's something yeah. like this, I do. And to me, the drums and the bass are what make this band different as far as thrash goes. I, and I, I love the riffs, but it's all about the, the bass and the drums for this. That's all I got for that. All right. <clears throat> Steve's second song. I put, I really like this. I can picture Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze doing pottery to the song from the movie Ghost. I am adding this to my Spotify. All heavy metal songs should be broken down like this. Pretty good. I give this a three. Well, it's really not a heavy metal song. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, if this song, like... Microphone. If this song was to a heavy metal like fucking 
like riff. You know what I mean? Like I can picture these being heavy metal lyrics. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you know what I mean? I could. I would love to hear fucking any heavy metal song with the lyrics that they have, like slowed down and broken down. Like oh, this. I got you. So you're talking about the lyrics in general. Yeah. Okay. So in other words, what he's saying is he don't like heavy metal, but he would like <laughs> it if this was you know, yeah, this yeah. Was a heavy metal was. song. I would. Like say that uh, the song that you were talking about has like the 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 meaningful, lyrics. the meaningful lyrics. Like imagine like that being broken down to like this, like slow. That song does do that. Eh. Yeah, but I wasn't the only one that had a hard time understanding what the guy was talking about. This well, song, understanding what he had, what he was talking about, or understanding being able to understand the lyrics. I think he means understand the lyrics. Like, okay, because understand what it's, if you read the lyrics, you can no, understand no. no. What if I read about. the lyrics, I will know what the song is about. What, yeah. but, but like as he sings them, it, it's hard for me to hear. Them. I get it. So the, he's saying if they were sung like this, they would have more impact. Again, in other words, not be metal, which is fine. Yes, yeah. and yeah. I also like this song because it was fucking completely out of left field for something that I would think that. I mean, granted, like the what if the song's about? Like I can see, okay, Steve picked it, but the fact that like it was like this, I put I put this in the chat before. I, I'm guessing nobody listened to it, but it, it was I, it was satanic doo-wop is what they call it. It might have been... I've, I would have maybe given it a shot. Sometimes our stuff, when it gets posted in yeah. there and then people go on rants, it gets yeah. lost real easy. Yeah. So it's... it's oh, people post stuff all the time in there that I don't listen to. So. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, but I was, yeah, but I was too busy in my basement listening to Morrissey. <laughs> so it was hard for me to... Hard for me to find that. Yeah, I was in my cave. All right, who's next? Um... Great, go ahead. Uh, I put uh, classy with a dark doo-wop sound. Interesting approach. I'll give this a 2.5. I thought it was relaxing, and the uh, lyrics were interesting. I put way different evenings. Uh, very cool old 50s-sounding song. The lady has a great voice. Very cool song and a great way to close out the songs today. Um a very happy three. I, I love stuff like this. I love, I'm a huge, huge Motown fan. I love all that shit. I love soul music. I like a lot of that stuff in general. I was brought up by like, so like when I was being, you know, when I was raised, my, my mom had a super wide, vast array of music, but she was really big into like Elvis and this, like stuff like this or, uh, I don't fucking know, like Cat Stevens and, you know, stuff like that. Like she was all over the place. Fucking Jesus Christ Superstar. She was listening to all the time. Yeah. Temptations. My, I love the fucking Temptations. It's one of my favorite great things movie. ever. Hey, great oh, great. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck, we, we, triple high five. Yep. We need a triple high yep. five. Uh, phenomenal. And David Ruffin in that movie was almost perfectly fucking. Done. Leon. That guy's fucking amazing. He was fucking fantastic in that movie. He was, he was, dude. Oh, man. Dude, that. Hey, Y'all ain't nothing without David Ruffin. I love him. That fucking movie is so awesome that every. Because I don't have cable now, but every time that that movie was on, no uh, matter same. what part same. it was in, I will watch that movie. I think it's on. I think it's. Uh, you can stream it now. I think it's on Amazon. I think I have it on DVD as well. It's. I tell you what, the first half, fucking dope. I gotta be honest. I can't watch the second half anymore. It gets a little too sad for me. Once Blue can't dance no more. Yo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When fuck. Oh, fucking what about when rough. He, what about when he gets fucking hijacked? Oof. That's rough too. Or when fucking uh, when Paul fucking kills himself in the in the car. Oh. Dude, rough. Tell you what, though, too. I th I'm pretty sure all those guys actually sang the songs, too, which is fucking okay. Because it's definitely not the original vocals. I think I did hear that. Yeah, yeah. Leon definitely sang. Because that that's not David Ruffin's voice, but it's almost identical. Like, he did such a fucking good job. And let's be real here. Like, there's Temptations, and then there's David Ruffin and Temptations. And I'm a fan of David Ruffin and Temptations. All the really good songs, master, all, all, all David Ruffin. I'm just on it. 
I, me and David Ruffin, big fans. That's why you keep saying David Ruffin. <laughs> Black Eddie just came out, guys. Throw me a bottle of Hennessy and David Ruffin. Okay. You ain't nothing without David Ruffin. Not my fault your fucking papa was a Rolling Stone. <laughs> that song, uh, love the fucking Temptations, man. It's a great fight. Oh, I listen to them all the time. Great movie. Love it. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I like all that stuff. So, hearing this was a really nice, nice take on it. And it kind of reminded me of there's a band, I can't remember what the fuck they're called right now, but there's a band that does all covers of metal songs. Mm. And they, they, they're all folk songs. Like, they turn them into, like, acoustic folk songs, like Run to the Hills, shit like that. They're so good. You'd like that a lot, Gary. I can't remember. I got to look it up. I'm going to find out who it is because I think you'd like it a lot. Oh, wow. <laughs> Something just went my nose. You good on that song yeah yeah very good what's the what's the name of it this is a band called twin temple it's just not really a band it's a woman and a man mm-hmm. um all the lyrics are satanic themed and it's all doo-wop it's all it all sounds like this um, so I, like everything is like this not everything's like this yeah it, it, it came out on the same record label that put the original uh ghost album out and um i mentioned uncle acid and the deadbeat same same label so they do um a lot of kind of stuff that ends up being trendy like like ghost has and yeah. uncle acid and, and i'm waiting for this to catch on because i haven't i haven't seen it here anyway i wanted to get the vinyl but i haven't seen it anyway i've seen it online like overseas but is nothing it from, here where is it from i think they're from new york but the label is an overseas label okay they play they play the northeast all the time i'd, I'd go see this live this yeah. is fucking really good and they 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 dress like the music too, so it's like real. Like the guy's got a fucking suit on, and she's got like a black gown on, and it's cool. It's good stuff. I think they have videos too, if anyone's interested. I like when people do. I like when people do shit like that. Like I think it's. I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't know where I want to go with that one because I was gonna, I was going to just go off on a tangent, but I think I want to back off. When they kind of take something and yeah, and just change it up, man. Change like, it up. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with bringing bringing back certain sounds, you know. Like I think, what the fuck is that? That Rich, is it Richard Cheese? Yeah. Right. He he was the lounge jack guy that took all the fucking the songs and like turned them into lounge jack songs. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of shit coming out now that sounds kind of loungy. Like Lana Del Rey sounds has like a little lounge singer voice. I like, yeah, I, I love Lana Del Rey. Like shit like that. There's a lot of that right now. Yeah. I like that shit, but I like I like it paired with music like this, where it sounds yeah. the music also sounds. Yeah. This is loungy. this is more true to like the actual music. They just took deeper lyrics and put it on this kind of stuff. And I mean, I, yeah. it's cool when people can can do stuff like that. I mean, it's. There's like, there's country music like that that fucking yeah. that people take like metal esque lyrics and yeah, like Hank three does a, a couple songs like that. Like there's one song where he, he it literally starts with like uh, it's some old like folk song and it says like Satan is real, uh, living in spirit, blah blah blah. It's like this old thing and then it it's like the devil laughing and then it kicks in and it's like fucking. Well, it's like uh, you know? Sturgill Simpson. He's got song, that one song where he's talking about. DMT and reptilians, like you don't hear that shit yeah. in country music. Oh well, fucking Shooter Jennings is all yeah, day yeah. long. Yeah, all day yep. long with stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely the, the thing about it is like, so this goes to a great discussion with the music thing. So like, people that love music go out and find and search out different stuff. Like you found this, you know, like we uh, we all have different examples of things that are a little outside the box and this is this takes to like where gary sometimes you'll ask us how do we find shit you know or whatever those discussions that we get into and when you're a fucking music fan you just you just go for it you search out whatever's out there you know yeah 
I know you, you just fall in love with you. You got to be open to things. You got to you got to listen to like different stuff and try new things and hear. And it's amazing what some people jump out at. Like we're you know three fucking three dudes that listen to mostly aggressive music somehow or another. And then you know Gary's in there. He listens to, some, to all kinds of different shit too. But all fucking four of us just said, oh yeah, we all like the fucking temptation stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we all well three of us did. I don't. He didn't really. I don't mind the temptations. I'm not gonna say I go out of my way. Do you like any of that stuff, though? Do you like yeah, Al Green? No, it doesn't bother me. Like, I listen to uh, oldies and shit like that. I like yeah. stuff like that. It doesn't. It's not something I'd listen to every single day. Me, I have to I be hear, in the mood. When I hear it on the radio or something, sometimes I'll leave it on because I like it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, most of those old songs are, a lot of them are like old fucking, uh, what do they call it? Gospel songs and shit. Yeah. So it's, yeah. you know, they're, they're not easy to listen to. They're not designed to be easy to listen to, even though they are easy listening. You know, it's not like if you again look in the meaning of lyrics with things. It's there's a lot more deepness out there than what we what we realize. You know, but I mean, it's I don't know, like I I just think there's something beautiful about a good soul singer. Like this lady, whoever this is, she's got a fucking fantastic voice. It w- it was really nice to listen to it, and uh, the lyric the lyrics are pretty cool too. I like I like the fucking sorry, and then there was. What the fuck was the one line she said? Something about like, uh, something with the devil. I can't, remember. I can't remember. There was a specific line she said that I like. I liked a lot. I meant to write it down. Yeah, there was, the the line that stuck out to me. It's basically a love letter to Lucifer, and she kind of took the tropes of Lucifer and kind of flipped it. She said at one point, she said, um, the one that I remember is, uh, not a virgin, but I'm still waiting for you because you know how the you know the devil is. Yeah. You know, you have to virgin and the whole story with that. So she kind of flipped that. Which I thought was cool. Am I crazy, or did she, wasn't there a lyric something about like the devil kiss is better than Jesus or something? Yeah, yeah, something yeah like that's that, when yeah. she was talking. All right, yeah, I thought yeah. so. Yeah, I thought that was my like. That's where I popped a little bit because I yeah. thought that was pretty fucking pretty good. My short term memory is I'm fucking losing it, man. Um, yeah, it was it was cool, man. It was cool. That, it was a good way to break it up. I thought the the whole scope of the music today, like both of my picks, kind of sounded similar. Race picks kind of sounded similar, so you can see where our brains were today. You gave us two entirely different fucking things, and even even Gary gave us two pretty different sounding songs. It was mm-hmm. like for for sure, like when I saw so I the first opening riff of the the Aerosmith cover, the Inception song is really what we should call it because it was a cover of a cover. I yeah, when that first that first riff came out, I was it was like, like a southern song. Yeah, I looked at Gary like, what the hell is this? And then all of a sudden it kicks in at Aerosmith. Yeah. Well, it wasn't you know even though it wasn't yeah, so it was different. I was surprised that he actually liked that. Still think it sounds like Kid Rock, but I mean, whatever. I didn't get that at all. I was like, really? This can't be Kid Rock when you said that. I was like, no way. I, th- I think more or less just the vibe, like how it was kind of like a hippie yeah, hop yeah. version, you know, like. Yep. I could picture that touring on the Family Values tour, is what I'm getting at. Well, I, does he even make shit like that anymore? Every time I hear something now, it sounds like Leonard Skinner. Who, Kid Rock? Yeah. Yeah, it's all like fucking Southern Rock shit now. I think he has, yeah, I think he does like country stuff now. Yeah. Which is even kind of funnier because. He's another one. I'm not gonna lie. Like, my fucking favorite era, my favorite Undertaker was the uh, American Badass. I like I, some Kid Rock stuff. I like, I like when his he, Southern Rock songs for the most part. I like when he covered the fucking Metallica song. I actually yeah. don't. I don't hate that at all. Me either. I didn't really care for Werewolves of London though. I don't think I heard that. You did right. that? Yeah. Oh, what an asshole. Yeah. I never heard that. Yeah. I can't picture that even remotely. They blew it up on the radio for a while. Yeah. I don't. That's yeah, why I didn't hear it. Yeah. yeah. Me either. Oh, was that when you were going up to fucking Boston all the time? Probably. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought that was going to go different. At least I thought you were going to be like, oh, is that when you were in your Kid Rock phase? <laughs> no, I don't think you ever had that. No. 
Uh, I didn't mind some of his stuff. What's the album that's got uh, fucking Ball with the Ball or whatever? The yeah, the first is. album. Devil yeah, Without a Clause. That had some good songs on yeah, it. Yeah, I liked that one too back in the day. I like that song he does with Eminem, Fuck Off or whatever. That's on the Strange Lines I remember soundtrack. that, yeah. I remember Love that him too. on the fucking Carnival of Carnage. <laughs> he was on uh, ICP's song? Yeah. Oh, the very first album, 1990. The fuck? Oh, yeah, they knew each other back in fucking Detroit. Yeah. So weird. I forget how long ICP's been around. Yeah. The fuck? Well, Him too. Oh. 1990. Yeah. Yeah. That's when he was a fucking, like, rapper. Yeah, he was like a local fucking hero in Detroit, too, at the time. Speaking of Whoop Whoop, The Gathering was was last weekend. Any fucking crazy stories about that this year? Nothing? Uh, there was, but I, I don't. I didn't follow it close enough. The FBI tried to shut him down again? There's one... Because of a, a gang rally? There's one kid that... I know who's like a big personality within the scene, and uh, oh, I know you're talking. About. He was talking about there's something to do with some lady that brought her like baby there, and it was like a big fucking like baby, baby, like newborn baby. <laughs> but I don't really know the whole story, so I can't really. Get what into would it. you call a juggalo baby? Because um, there's juggalos, the juggalettes, hmm. juggle little, baby yet, baby yet, baby yet. Maybe yet, juggle little, whatever, one of the two, you know. You're welcome, guys. That's uh that's my that's my story and I'm sticking to it. That's pretty good. What else uh what else is on the docket? We got a big fight next weekend. Yes, we got a couple big fights. Yeah. Steep A in D C mm-hmm. and Nate Diaz and Anthony Pettis. I don't think I have anything going on next next weekend. So if anybody's if you guys are around Next Saturday night might be might be worth uh, doing a Saturday night show. Are you? When are you? Yeah, work not night. you. We could always watch it and then podcast. Talk about the next day. Yeah, talk about it the next day. I probably will. That's probably what, maybe that's what we can do. Maybe we can just fucking get together, watch the fights, and then podcast the next day. You down for double trouble? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> can you tell which one of us doesn't smoke weed the night after fucking drinking and having fun? I didn't smoke any weed today. I'm just kidding, man. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because that vapor stuff doesn't count as weed. Like, hey, Ray, you want to hang out? Possibly. Maybe. Let me check my Rolodex and find out what's going on. Speaking of motorboat and titties, Ray, did you motorboat last night? I did not motorboat. No? No. What was your favorite part? Uh, Having a vagina in my face? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, okay. (laughs) How was your lap dance? Was she any good? Uh, She was all right, but for 20 bucks... uh, Shit, that's pretty cheap yeah. pants. Here's here's the deal. Here's here's what happened. Here's where I think those girls went wrong. The the same people we hung out with last night a long time ago used to. There was a company called Shamrock Entertainment, and there's a bunch of these places. Like you, I remember that name. Yeah, they're, they're strippers for hire. Like instead of going to a strip club, you just do. They do like private bachelor shows and shit, or bachelor parties, or party birthday parties, whatever. And there's a bunch of these companies out there, but we used to go through them. And they were smart. So what they would do is say it was a birthday party. The birthday boy, they'd come, all the girls, three, four girls, whatever it was, would come out and do a show with them. Then play music, do like an open up cabaret like time where it was like dollar dances, you know, whatever, just like you'd get at the strip club. Mm. Then like the third act where it was really big, which is where DJ Rhino story came out, came around, which we've never, we've never told that story on the podcast. No. Have you did you have you ever heard me talk about it before? Until I just brought it up before the no, show. No, because when you said the Ben Rhino story, I thought you were talking about the wrestler Rhino. No, me too. no, no, 
No, the, I don't know if I'm going to tell the story right now. I think I'm going to save the full story. But so what you're saying is usually they lube you up first. Yeah, well, they do it the right way. They they yeah. get you they get you going. They get you into the show to get you, and that's the right way to do it. You want to you don't a little foreplay before the main course. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like you you don't you don't make the appetizer the most expensive part of the fucking meal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you don't, you don't come right out with caviar, bro. You I mean maybe you do, yeah. but you don't. It's the mozzarella really like sticks. Strip. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even really like strip. They just fucking drop trowel and fucking they were just. You know. Well, that's normally how those kind of yeah. that's how they do it because there's no stripping involved. Yeah. It's 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 dances in a show like it's in the show meaning like you know they'll yeah they they do shit they'll like they'll do like a double ended phallus in like how fucking, much was it for anal ring toss? Didn't they bring that up? They kept on they were trying to push that big time. They were yeah, really they trying were to do anal ring toss. They had, they were but here's the other problem. Ten years goes by since we were really into this when we were all younger. Now everybody's married and has kids. Me. I mean, I am, but mine's old enough, so I'm like a single man essentially, so I can do whatever I want. But everybody else there, it was it was like funny. It was ten years ago, five years ago, everybody would have been all about it, all of these girls. Last night, it was like it was like uh, it was like somebody dropped a stink bomb in the middle of the place, and everybody was like afraid to go near it. It was and not saying the girls actually smelled very nice. Um, it was just funny because. Everybody was standing on the outside of the fucking of the circle while these these girls were in the middle. And like two dudes kept on going and, and, and getting shit done. And then the other the funny part was was all these dudes were were kind of scared to like get lap dances themselves because they all had to go home to wives and kids and shit. So they were all just like like buying each other, which makes I mean is is awesome. But like they were kind of like living vicariously through each other. Mm-hmm. But then somebody would do it to them. So either way, they were still getting it done, you know. But like what happened was what I thought was odd where it was. They're like, they they come out, they do the thing with the bachelor last night, and they immediately go right into, all right, here's our menu for what we can do: twenty dollar lap dances. Which, in my opinion, at that kind of a uh, that kind of a thing, a little steep to go right out to it because if if you bring so much money, you're going. There's already a fee to bring them there. You know they're going to make money anyways. Build up to it. Don't don't come right out with it because then you're going to scare people off. Like people aren't just going to open up their wallet if they've never a they've never even seen you. Yeah. They haven't seen seen you do anything yet. They come right out the box with like they, they sit down and they they lay out all these things this item these items and stuff right and then they kept on push they kept on pushing the fucking anal ring and then they also said oh we have or you can do everything and that's that's eight we take credit cards and we all went good luck with that <laughs> you fucking eight hundred dollars what the fuck are you crazy but it was just funny like I should have just pulled eight bucks out of my wallet and said hey, we could have pulled go. together yeah <laughs> but it was funny how like. How that happened. So they were good. They were very attractive girls. They were, they were all they were good at what they did. You know, they they had fun. The one girl that you got with, I think, was the only one who actually took. She was boots. bottomless. Yeah, boots. Boots was boots was bottomless, but she had boots on. Then there was the girl who had like the bow rat rig. She had like the green like bow rat one piece, <laughs> and she was she was attractive, but she had really trashy like Fall River tattoos. She had like the one here and one here. Like they just it didn't look seamless at all. The one he was with had a nice chest piece of um, tattoo, so she was actually done well. And then there was like the main girl that I got the lap dance from, and she was, she was, a, she was a good looking girl, very, very good at what she did. And turns out her titties were fake. They're getting good at that now, because you, dude, I'll tell you, I all of us were shocked when we found out it wasn't nice. It was, it was an interesting time. I had a lot of fun. Um, when you haven't motorboated in a while, you don't realize how much fun you're gonna have until you're motorboating. You know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's a nice thing. Speaking of which, do you do you guys have any good stories about motorboating or any uh, any any tall tales of of strip clubs or oh I don't know cat parties? No, Anything? Anything no. Oh well, yeah. There's 
probably don't want to talk about that one. But um, yeah, I'm not really. I don't really like the strip club. I've only been a couple times. Not really a fan. Not really my. Thing. I've never been a big big fan of it either. I can have fun, but like the way I do it, like I'm because of the way I am, just crack jokes the whole time. So if yeah. I can like get the girl like that girl that I was I have this the leftovers from somebody paid for me and I I didn't even know me and my buddy Gooley were chilling and like in a corner just kind of like watching it and soaking it all in and all of a sudden she's like oh are you Ed and I said yeah and she goes oh somebody just bought you a lap dance come on sit in the chair so like I just had fun fucking busting her balls the whole time you know like and she's I get it like what they're doing it's not easy and they're just trying to make fucking money and good for them I'm yeah. I'm all about it very attractive girl smelled like her for fucking 10 hours afterwards I woke up and I could still like smell whatever perfume she had on it's just one of those things where like I don't know. I've never been that guy. Like, I don't get how, like, some people overreact to strip clubs. Like, we know a few of those yeah. people. I, I don't... I, never really my thing. I, usually, I, I don't think I've ever gotten a, a lap dance. Um, go ahead. You don't know somebody until you go to a strip club. Oh, it's true. <laughs> you see you see personalities come out. Put it that oh, way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know the side of them until you see it. It's, it's weird. And what's even funnier is... Like, I think people look at me because of the way I am or whatever. I feel like because of the showman aspect of me, I think people just assume I'm going to be like, the I'm going to be the fucking good time. And I do. I have a good time, but I, I make a big fucking joke out of the whole thing because it's so silly to me. I, yeah. I, like, I've seen titties, man. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But then you see some people and you're like, you've clearly not seen. Dude, I've been to strip clubs with people where I'm like, where, where they think the girl likes them. And I'm like, you understand what's going on here, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I've seen that too. Don't you understand what you're they're like, doing? You realize. They're just trying to get your money, brother. Yeah, yeah. and they're taking it's a lot. It's over before you realize it. Yeah. yeah. I, the last time I went to a strip club, I, I didn't get a, a, a lap dance or anything. Last time I went was after an IMZ show, and I took a stripper home. And never, I made a, we made a song about it because we Bragger. both took a strip at home. It's a good time. No, I'm saying just because we 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 uh, made a song about it, <laughs> and it's called "Fuck Strangers." If anyone wants to go listen to it, because uh, I wouldn't tell her my name. That's and, awesome. <laughs> she had blue hair. There's a whole story if you want to hear it on the song. Go listen. Oh, I've been I've been well known for uh, at strip clubs like when they come up to you and they're trying to talk to you and stuff and they're like, "Oh, what's your name?" I go Jamal, and yeah. then you get the weird looks because you're like, "Wait a minute, what?" I'm like, "Yeah, Jamal." Yep. You know where I'm from. <laughs> David Ruffin. I'm Nigel. Chad Brown. Chad Brown. I'm going to go by Nigel. Chad Brown. <laughs> I just think it's, it's I don't know, it's, it, it is interesting to see that kind of stuff. Although, I, I'm not going to lie, that girl got me at the end. So, I go to the bathroom. I come out of the bathroom. I must have been in the bathroom longer than what I thought I was. And then I also got into a conversation. I don't know if, the, can you pick up what's going on over there? I can, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to go on the recording Nah, there's very little uh all right very little way of so there's there's an asshole behind my house that's trying to cut his grass even though nobody lives in that house fucking mr anderson from fucking beavis and butt yeah <laughs> fucking ass walking in my shed fucking asshole um yeah so that girl the girl that i got this the the last dance from last night again very attractive girl um at the end, so I, I, I come out of the bathroom and I go and I, I have a conversation with somebody that I hadn't seen in a while, so me and him got caught up or whatever, and I'm like, you know what, it's time. I'm, I'm going to go throw some dollars at some girls. Like, I wasn't really into it, but I, I was I was lubed up. I was ready to go, party favors, and um, in my head, I'm like, now's, now's the time. I got four spare dollars. Let me go, th you know, let me go smack an ass with a dollar. It's fun, you know? So, <clears throat> I, uh, I can see some commotion, and I can see some people kind of discussing like something 
and I I'm, I can still hear music or whatever. And then I come around the corner and I'm like, oh, well, that's weird. Like, where are the girls? Maybe they're doing like a wardrobe change or something. I don't know. I'm still talking to people, having a good time. And I see I, uh, the way this house is set up. There's like rooms all over the place. It's a big old house. And all of a sudden, I, I go around the corner to try to find somebody else. I was looking for you. Uh, and um, all of a sudden, out of the out of the room the girls had been changing in. Here they all come in their their regular street clothes again. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Like they've only been here like an hour and a half, if that. It wouldn't, if that, right? I mean, am I crazy to think that that's about all they were? Um, just about. Right. And that girl got me because she comes up and she's like, oh, bye, and she gave me a nice big old hug. And I'm like, oh, you, you're like, oh, you're leaving? Like I was just, I thought you liked me, you know. <laughs> and um. I was expecting, I was thoroughly expecting to wake up this morning to a friend request from her on Facebook, you know? It's amazing the amount of people that go to strip clubs and think that the girls are really yeah, into them. Yeah, it's so fucking hilarious. It's, it's fucking crazy to me. It's, we know those people. Yeah. We really know good. some of those people very well. Last time I went to a strip club, this dude who, I think he was married, like, fell head over heels in love with this girl and he thought he actually had a chance to like get her number and take her home lust is a powerful thing yeah <laughs> and what's funny is typically the people that think that way are people who really don't have very much experience with ladies we'll say yeah and how fast they fall in love with these ladies is even funnier yeah first one who gives them any attention basically. yeah yeah no honestly and, and it's 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 amazing to watch that kind of stuff happen or people that get like so excited about going to a fucking strip club like yeah. like it's the best thing you've ever done you know like if I never went to a strip club again I would I'd, die a happy man me and you both I don't I wouldn't I, again I had a blast last night yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not against fun. yeah I'm not against having motorbikes I always have fun when I go but I'm I don't I'm always beforehand I'm always like oh Jesus Christ yeah I don't I don't seek them out club. yeah I, and I'll tell you what the other thing is I, I do I gotta be honest about this I thoroughly enjoy the setup like what we did last night better than going to a strip club in general now last night was the show got cut a little short i think what was going on was i think people weren't quite putting up the money that they thought they were going to because i think they got a little spooked by the the prices of everything and i think that's what ha i think they cut it early and i think they just blamed it on somebody grabbing weird because everybody was being very well behaved last night it was no, none of us were too drunk or anything we were having a good time yeah. like i said most of the guys were too afraid to even touch the girls they alone. probably just weren't getting the tips they expected and said all right let's just i think i think they packed it up yeah. yeah i think they packed up and called it night i mean it, it, realistically they got paid pretty well for an hour an hour and a half's worth of work yeah you know and honestly like no i don't think unless i missed it did the other two girls never took the bottom half off right I don't think so. Well, what fucking kind of money you expect to make when you don't exactly. get naked? So, oh, they were naked. They just oh. were not like. So they weren't. Naked. Two of them had very like. Well, one of them had like a one kind of like a one piece like lingerie thing when she first came out. And then she like took the top part of it off, almost like a bathing suit. Well, if you didn't take the bottom off, you ain't naked. Yeah, true. If you don't true. see no pussy, you ain't no naked. You ain't no naked. Raymond, no, was it you that got? Yeah, you got that girl. But then there was somebody, the same girl that you you got the dance from. I think was Rob. Or was that guy Mike? I couldn't. Somebody tell you. that girl was good. She like did like a handstand and threw her. She basically did the same thing. Yeah, me. threw a taco right in right in the face. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. It, it, again, very well kept. Damn. I was impressed. That very, sweet little Mexican lady said that that taco was probably nice. It better be. <laughs> that sweet little Mexican lady. I didn't say she was Mexican. Yeah, you didn't. It's okay. No, but uh, I never said race. I never. I, I had nothing to do with it. No, it was uh, it was a good time though. 
I don't know. I, I we have we have good strip club stories, but like it's not not, not always. You don't want to give up all of that. And I'm sure we've told some of them already. Like back in the day when I, me and Nolan, we used to go to uh, the Cheaters a lot just because it was funny, and we became we did we legitimately became friends with a couple of the strippers. There was one girl that was awesome. She was like, she was a rocker. She always like danced the fucking like like Pantera and like metal songs and shit. And we became pretty good friends with her. And uh, I remember having to smuggle in a a, a, whop, a double whopper with cheese and fries meal for her halfway through her thing because she was hungry. So she gave us money to go buy her Burger King, come back, smuggle it in, so she could go eat it in the locker room. And then came back. And the best part about it was, she smelled like pure onions for the rest of the night. <laughs> And like she was just like, you know what? I don't even fucking care. I feel cause bad it, for the brother who's getting the Burger King fries. She she still smelled better than everything else at Cheaters. So yeah. you're good. Uh, Nothing's worse than going to the Foxy Lady and watching a fucking string hang out from her fucking hooch <laughs> right in front of your face. I've seen that a couple times too. It's like yeah, it's yeah, it smells like the fucking <laughs> down under overhead. We went oh, to uh, pennies. We went no there good. one time and there was this no like so it's funny. The other thing that's really funny about strip clubs is you see what people are really into. Yeah. So, like, what girls they do flock to are even funnier. Because then you're like, oh, I never would have picked you to be into into that, we'll say, right? And uh, so there's this girl. She was an attractive girl. She was, like, a hippie-ish-looking girl. She had dreads and shit. And Nolan, as soon as he saw her, was, like, like a fucking tractor beam dude, like, right to her, right? Mm-hmm. So she's she's dancing. We're, we're all waiting. Me and him. I went down there with him. I'm like, fuck it. I'll go down there with you, man. Like, not my kind of thing, but I get it. She's a pretty girl. We get to... So there's a person where Ray is or Ray I'm Nolan and then there's a person I'm I'm next to me and as soon as the girl that Nolan was waiting for got to fucking the person next to Nolan he looked to his left held his breath looked to the right and said Mm-mm, go go and grabbed me by the shoulder and I'm like now I'm laughing I'm like dude what the, what's the matter man like you get gun shy like this you've been waiting for this all night you've been waiting for this girl to get on and he goes dude as soon as she fucking like straddled that guy, just the worst fucking Nasty. the worst Nasty. smelling like old fish smell came out. Oh. And he's like, I almost fucking threw it in my mouth. He goes, that was fucking horrible. And like, I'm so glad that he like it was that bad. It wasn't like he he got that when she straddled him. Yeah. Before he she even got to him, it wafted across the room. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was that was bad. I mean, not to offend any dread people, but what do you expect from a dread person? No, I know. <laughs> I had made that statement. I said, not for nothing, Bo, buddy. Were you surprised by that? I mean, you know. I mean, listen. If I want to open a can of tuna, I'll do it at home. Yeah. Listen, you don't want to shower. You don't want to get deodorant. Hey, that's your thing. But if you're going to go in a profession where, like, you need to have, like, good hygiene, yeah. like, keep up with it. Yep. Some guys probably like that kind of thing. There was a tits and toast one year where there was another girl that was similar to that. She was real small, attractive girl, and as soon it, almost an identical story. I, we were all waiting, and as soon as she got to the dude next to my left, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Nolan again. I can't remember. Um, as soon as like she fucking because like you know they'll they'll do the thing where they they'll put like their legs over your shoulders or whatever and whatever blah 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 they'll pull your head in whatever they do. And uh, as soon as that happened, like I got a fucking, I got a strong waft, and I just, I had the, I had the bounce, I had the bail. It was, it was like a hit and run, man. I, I bailed so quick. Well, if they're eating Burger King in between the fucking shifts in the locker room, that's what you get, <laughs> dude. I, 
It's amazing the stuff. And then I also almost got in, I got into a fight with a, a, a rather large stripper one time at Cheaters because the shot girl that was walking around the, the cocktail waitress was a fucking smoke show. Like, didn't belong in that place. Mm. But was smart because doesn't have to take her clothes off, just wears like a little schoolgirl skirt and like a, a bra or whatever and it's just raking in money like every time this girl walked by people couldn't buy enough booze from her like she was like that hot mm-hmm. so uh, like me and her were bullshit and we're talking hanging out me her and Nolan and a couple other people and I'm like I, I just said I was like listen she goes she said something whatever and I said well what else do you do do you go to school blah 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 back and forth so goes yeah she goes I just make good money doing this I only work two hours two hours a night and I make more money doing this than I do during my day job you know, so I just I just keep on doing it. It's a good time. Yeah, I said that's fucking awesome. I respect you a lot because like you're using what you have, but you're not giving it up. And mm-hmm. I, I have more respect to you than anybody out there. And the large lady uh, heard me say that and grabs me and shoves my shoulder and goes, "Motherfucker, what you saying? You don't respect us? We fucking working our asses off up there. My kid needs a wee this year. I'm up there fucking shaking my ass. I got five kids, and I'm like." You can probably guess the flavor. Of, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, and I and I just immediately said Ray eats that flavor. Yeah, shut your mouth, Gary. <laughs> the, the only, all the jokes aside, he does. He goes that way. It's funny. <laughs> At those strip clubs, I've seen him go more towards Tanner people than I've seen him go towards vanilla people. <laughs> I can't forget the time. Uh, you remember the one with like the big fucking plastic surgery, blown out lips? Like, oh yeah, fucking her lips, not her lips. Yeah. But uh, this fucking girl. I do remember that. She would fucking come up to me and be like, "Oh, you want to dance, big boy, GI, whatever the fuck she says." Sure, she was from uh, Columbia or something yeah, too, wasn't either she? Either way, fucking, I'm like, I'm all set, and like, you know, like when you say that, they look at you with the evilest look, yeah. and they they want to throw that drink in your face. Cause, I, like, I remember that. So mad I remember that girl. She, like, she, she, would, she was I, one of those ones that would come up. No money. I'm broke. Go yeah. away. Oh, dude, a girl that fucking cheaters one time came up to me. It's very similar. Might have been. It might have been the same girl. It probably was. Might have been the same girl. She was. She was doing it. She was like fucking real strong accent, right? Yeah. That I think it was the same person. She's going around trying to touch everybody, whatever. She's she's all over Nolan. Nolan's like, ah, I'm good. I'm good. Try to get my buddy. And she goes, she goes, oh come on, big boy, you want to dance? I said, no, no, I don't. She goes, why not? You too afraid? I said, no, nah, I'm gay. <laughs> and she goes. No, you're not. I don't believe you. I said, no, yeah, no, I'm, no, I'm 100%. I just, I just come here for moral support. He doesn't like coming here on his own. And uh, she, she's like, she goes, oh, stop lying. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I said, oh, you don't believe me? And I grabbed Nolan's cock and fucking, <laughs> right, like I grabbed it like a fucking bike handle. And she goes, oh, no, I believe you. Get away from me. <laughs> she fucking, she didn't come near us again for the rest of the night. You're welcome. That's my story. Nolan, I hope you hear this. I grabbed it like a fucking bike handle. I just love how I'd be like, I got no money, I got no money, and then I'm walking over there like, yeah, you go, you go to the next one, yeah. I don't remember exactly what we got for free or whatever, but I went to a bachelor party at Foxy Lady before, and this is with uh, Gary knows my friend James. Like him and his brother have like marine crew cuts, and I'm shaved, shaved yeah. head. This is when I used to keep it like shaved, shaved. Like I have it right now all the time, and uh, we pretended we were marines. Oh Jesus! And so we got we got Non-stop. like the celebrity treatment. It's <laughs> dude, for real, man. If you if you do that, or if you go in like with a like, true, if you just go in saying you're in a bachelor party and just like you pick the bachelor that night, yeah. like it's unfucking real. The oh yeah, yeah. You get. Yeah. Oh, they waived the fucking fee. Yep. And shit, because that's how we got in for like Arnie's bachelor party. Yeah, because it was ten of us, right, or eight of us. Yeah, I ended up calling. I was like, "What can you do?" He's like, "Oh, come in. You guys 
Because I think it's like a twenty dollar fucking like yeah, door it's a $20 fee. Twenty dollar cover. I'm like fuck after, you. After nine o'clock, I think it's twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. I'm gonna give yeah. you fucking twenty bucks. That's twenty dollars less than I'm gonna fucking be able to go to fucking Denny's that night or IHOP and buy a fucking burger. Fuck you. Denny's that night was incredible. That was a, oh, that was the fucking. That was the same night. The that was the infamous night where fucking we discovered that Ray can't finish his fucking I finished food. My food. No, you didn't, motherfucker. I finished my food. motherfucker. Couldn't finish your food, you pussy bitch. <laughs> he was, and then he, the uh, fucking Arnie's like, oh, just, I got a bagel. What the fuck? What was he doing? He was outside talking to somebody or something. I think he was on the phone with somebody. Yeah, that's right. And then somebody went up to him and asked him for money or something. He was like, no, I just I have bagels, man. Or something along those lines. It was wicked fucking funny. <laughs> Then didn't somebody fall asleep in the car, and then fucking Stray Cat had to, like, knock on a window and check on him or something, and we filmed, I know we filmed it. Were you in my car? That No, I don't think you were in my car. Fucking Stray Cat brought me down the wrong fucking way, and I went down the wrong way, and I almost me, got in an accident. Me, Kevin, I think Horny, and Waffle Stop. somebody else, maybe you. No, somebody, yeah, it must have been you. We're in my Acura, and, like, I just remember, like, that's when I had that car, because I was late, too, because Joe Walsh, was, it was his birthday that night, too. So I had I stopped in between. We started at fucking Bo's Billiards, went from there to the strip club. But I stopped halfway at a bar that Joe Walsh was at, and I was late. And you guys yeah. couldn't go in until I got there because you needed yeah, a certain amount of people. We got hammered at that bar in between. Yeah, we we drank like two pitchers in between. Yep. Yep. That was a good time. And that night there was a there was a famous person that fell in love with the stripper that night. That was yeah. I don't know, but I can guess. Oh. Out of fucking hand because you'd never seen that before, right? I'd seen him do it once. Seen, I don't know. I guess it depends who we're Socks? talking about. Um. Oh, that's not the night. Uh, that's not the night I'm talking about. The night I'm talking. Horny? Oh, I don't give a fuck if you say his name. <laughs> Who's that? I don't talk to that dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. That was the night he. Fell he was. In. He fell. Yeah, he's he the one who falls in love. He fell in love with big the, time Mexican kid we used to work with at Sam's Club. Okay. He fell in love with the the. The yeah. chubby stripper. Yeah. Big time that He night. falls in love hard. Like he The was... night that you're talking about was the night of Kevin's fucking bachelor party. Okay. That was the that was the first time I ever went to a strip club. So I never seen that side of And Homeboy got people. a little fucking yeah. Oh yeah, it was, well it was both of them. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's a lover guy. <laughs> yeah, he he's another one. He's another one that fucking uh he'd steal the bras and shit. Yep, he got he gets creepy. And then his his the other one the the yeah. the Portuguese version of that gets out of fucking hand like putting his fingers in places that then no, 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 like no, almost no, gets no, kicked no, out. And I, like, I think I heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, it, I mean, now listen, I've done some questionable stuff too to get like a, a rise out of people and laugh. Like, che- like legitimately, we used to go to cheaters because you could get away with any fucking thing you wanted, and that was the fun of it. Like, we would just do dumb shit. Like. We would, we would, it was like games. We would come up with games to play. Like when he, like we used to do the game where we would give him 20 bucks, but he would have to make a dollar last three songs and take it back. You know, like anybody ever do the old Al Bundy fishing line trick? Not almost. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He, swear to God, that's where we got the idea for it. Yeah. We would pick out, put it this way to give him 20 bucks to spend on whatever he wanted to, he would have to take a dollar. We would pick out the girl, and he would have to make her fucking like all, as many dances as he could for one dollar, and never actually I really. I think give a few it. times I snuckily took one off the table. And yeah, he, said, yeah, go. he would. He was good. He would. He would. He would grab them before they would move them, <laughs> and fucking keep on using the same dollars. Yeah. So like, that was that was good too. You pulled that one a couple times. Nothing better than a fucking the, than when the Bundys would do the strip club episodes. Yep. <laughs> the one where they got into the big the the big brawl with fucking uh, with Bud. That was awesome. Yep. I want to just flip quarters up at him. Yeah, we the, the that shit was out of hand though. Though I know what you're talking about. 
I'm thinking of it, it's the same night, right? Because the same person was at Arnie's too, one of them, the Portuguese one. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, gets he like was. out of hand. He gets. But much. the night where I witnessed the other guy. Yeah. That was uh, that was Kevin's. Okay. And that was the night that you like you like looked over to me and you were like you you said something like you're like, you know, when I first met you, I never thought that we'd be friends. It's true. I was like, I oh. meant it. I didn't know how to take that. I was an emotional guy that night. I was all yeah. Fucked you were up. fucked was, up that night. I was night. all fucked up. I was going through a lot of shit that night. I was going through a lot of shit that year. I, I had a lot of stuff going on in my life. That like, year I lost all the weight and shit too. But I was all fucking on Adderall that night and all, I was all fucked up. I was drinking way too much. And like Puma had a heart to heart with me. He pulled me aside and he's like, he goes, dude, I don't know you to do drugs, man. Like that's not. I was like, I'm not really doing drugs. Like Adderall's not drugs. But he's like, yeah, I don't even know you to do that though. Like you don't even. Yeah, well, that was also right around the time like you said you lost all the weight and everybody thought. You everybody were- thought I was on. Yeah, they thought I was. The rumor was that I was on drugs and yeah. I wasn't on drugs. I legitimately just lost weight. It's it's amazing how you can lose weight when you're single, <laughs> like when you kind of need to. Yeah. You know now, like I try to lose weight all the time now, and I'm like, oh, I don't care. Like I'm, I'm gonna. I still try to lose weight, and I'm like, well, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, I mean, no, like I want to. I need to get back in shape. So me and we've been doing walks and shit. We've been walking up to Rocky Point and back and stuff. So I've been I've been getting back into that just to get myself moving again. Yeah. I just haven't had time for the gym. It's just and like it's been so fucking nice out, dude. Like I don't want to. What am I? I'm gonna go sit in the fucking gym, get all hot and sweaty. Mm-hmm. My muscles, my muscles are there. They're not going anywhere. How much time are we in? Two twenty-three. Yeah, probably roll it up soon. I want to go there. Roll up. What what else do we have? Any any other fucking funny stuff that we can get into? It wasn't a big news weekend. Obviously, we got into some serious stuff right away, and then we started having issues with the computer. But I didn't really have much else as as far as that's concerned. No. A couple funny stuff, kind of funny memories with the with the stripper stuff. And this is about as much as we've been doing lately, anyway. Other than yeah, when Benny two, was here, the two hours is. Two, two, two to two and a half. Is, yeah, perfect. Is perfect. Yeah. Get those Shermans on, man. We hitting those threes. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Benny. Last week, Benny was pretty good. It was. It was still over three hours. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying, man. You yeah, but 25 minutes of it was him ranting about getting pulled over. <laughs> well, fucking, you know what? Fuck, fuck that rant. I mean, that fucking fuck that cop. I'm still fucking pissed. I still haven't even fucking. I haven't even bought car insurance yet, and I'm still waiting. Somebody's riding dirty. They wrote, a, they wrote a song about that once. <laughs> Fucking motherfuckers. That, oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. It was uh, Fucking Ride and Dirty song? No, just in general. like I'm not going to get into it. About right, Ride and Dirty? No, no. like Just some of the stuff that's... Like thinking about somebody... I was listening to something the other day. It was Rogan. How they were talking about how like... 2009 doesn't feel like it was 10 years ago. No. But like from like... 95 to 2005 felt like it was an eternity you know it's to me it's like a high school thing like you you you're in fucking junior high and you think fuck i got like four or five more years of this and mm-hmm. it feels like it's 10 years and the minute you're done with high school it's like where the fuck did the time go it's yeah. weird like i fucking i work with kids at fucking at my job and like i'm like i have been backyard wrestling longer than you've been alive and i'm like it's fucking weird meanwhile you still in your head feel like you're fucking 23 years old uh kind of but like not your body i'm talking about how you just how you think about things like you don't think oh i'm fucking for me i'm i'll be 40 this year i don't think about 
I think forty. I, I'm much much wiser, and I'm I'm not as much of an asshole. I was a real douchebag for a long time yeah. in my life. Like I was a miserable person, but that's just. I just mean in the sense that like I know when, you you're, mean, when you're 20, you're like, oh, I got all this time left, and still at 40, I'm like, oh shit, I got all this fucking time left. Well, I think the timelines nowadays are different though too. Like yeah. if you see, I've talked to Rosie about this. Like I remember like if there's pictures of my grandparents, that when you look at how old they were when they took the picture, I'm not far off from their age. Right. But, but they look. But in the in the seventies or eighties, they looked like they were sixty something when they right. were fucking forty. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and it was like cardigan sweater pictures and like those weird, you know, like everybody yeah. everybody's parents or grandparents have those old like family yeah. photos, like the professional ones that you get at Sears or whatever, and like like you were you know you were getting ready to retire by fifty five and oh I only got five more years left. And then I'm done. And then, like, from 60 on, like, you plan the rest of your life. Like, I can't even fuck it. My uncle Mike, who you guys saw this year, the biker guy, he just went to Sturgis. He rode it on his bike. His bike broke down, fucking got in a Prius and went and, like, had all, all week long. There were pictures of him fucking, like, with strippers up against his ass. I mean, his face, like, with their ass up against his face, all kinds of shit. He's, like, 62 years old. Yeah. And he's, like, he's going harder now than he's ever gone in his life. Yeah. But, like, he doesn't drink or anything. He doesn't do drugs. He just fucking, he just lives his life. And I look at him, I look at that, and I'm like, that like it's just the people aren't the same anymore. Like, dude, no. Joe Rogan's fifty-two. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. When yep. you were young, did you think of fifty-two? Or like even now, like I looked at thirty-five-year-old people when we were young, weren't us. I think about that sometimes. Like I'll be like, damn, I remember like say say my friend's parents or something. I'll be like, damn, when me when me and my friend were doing this, they were thirty. Five or yeah. the age I am right now. It's like, fuck yeah. What the fuck? I think about that all the time. I'm like, yeah. dude, wait a minute. Like, holy shit. When my fucking, my friend's parents were the same age as me right now, 20 years ago, like, and the shit we were doing or whatever, like, it's just not even, it's like night and fucking day, man. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure that there, now there are people in this world that have grown up, like, I know people from high school. I have friends of mine that have turned into those people. Like, yeah. They settle down. They have kids. They, you know, you start tuning things back, which is a good thing. Like everything wanna, they love, they forget about because yeah. they got too much shit going on. Or that's, or that's just who they turn into. Yeah. You know? It's just, it's. I think they're just different people. Like I, I think at one point, there was a point a couple of years ago when I was working at Accurate where I started becoming a person I thought I wanted to be, and I started dressing a little bit different, and I had a weird attitude about certain things, and I kind of got lost in a shuffle, and then I snapped out of it, and like. Once I realized that I could still be successful, but be who I really am, like a metalhead and fucking like, dude, like I wear the same fucking shit every day to work now. Like, yeah. I, you know, like I don't picture myself being fucking 70 and listening to fucking jazz or something. I, I'll, I'll be 70 out on the porch listening to a fucking death metal album. Yeah. I can see it now. You ain't <laughs> living to 70. That's probably true. I'm surprised I gotten a fucking lasted this long. I'm surprised I hit 30. Yeah. But it's, it, it is funny how, like, I mean, t- time is something that we're all afraid of. It is what it is. But at the same time, you don't you don't think about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's funny when you think back at what, think about your grandparents. Think about when they were 40. And, again, they were, like, settled down and they had kids. And, it, like, it's just not the fucking same. Like, mm-hmm. everything's so much different now. It's so wild how, I don't know. It's also more, there's a lot more people now like us that are, that kind of want to just live their lives. You know, like. People settling down and having kids and stuff like technically nowadays you kind of almost can't anymore. It's yeah. it's so fucking expensive. I don't know how people shit out fifty two kids anymore. Like I don't. I really. It's so expensive. They don't get any cheaper. 
No, I don't get it. Like my yeah, but when you're getting fucking like nine grand back a kid at fucking in this, January, February. Yeah, but they didn't back in the day. Like yeah. my my dad's side, he's got three brothers, and they're all big guys. So obviously they ate a fucking ton. But and they they didn't they moved around all the time. They moved out west. They moved every everyone. They just traveled. Yeah. But they weren't making any money. But they were still able to do it. They were still able to fucking. Make breakfast with fucking yep. stacks of food on the table, and everyone can just take what they want, and they can travel everywhere. This but you can't be- do that. This now. was before true greed really fucking took over. That's the boomer, the baby boomers, man. They fucking ruined it for everybody. Yep. And those are all the still, all those old cunts are the ones that were holding on all the money, and the ones making all the rules still. Shit, I'm completely single with no kids, and I'd be hard pressed to have like a real apartment right now with you know like if I could get a studio. Yeah, but I couldn't get like an apartment with like a bedroom Dude, and a living room. Rent is out of it's, fucking control. I could right get now. a fucking. The rent house. is too damn high. The, no, for real though, it's fucking crazy. You can rent a house for the same that you get a fucking shitty one bedroom apartment. Dude, come on. What I own this house for is less than what you can rent a house for now. Yeah, like, that's why we ended up buying a house. It's so much. It's, we it's still gonna, expensive, no matter what. Even renting a house isn't that bad. Like I could rent a house like this with a yard. For the same fucking price I would get for like a one or two bedroom yeah. apartment. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. That's what, yeah, because we were like, oh, we'll, we'll get an apartment. And then when you look up rent, it's like fucking like 1100 bucks for rent. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. The yeah. only good thing about an apartment is it, you don't have it's to not fix on everything. You. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or even, even renting a house. It's, yeah. You know, same like thing. It, yeah. It's not, it's not like anything, anytime anything happens here, like I'm fucked. Right. You know, like, and stuff happens here all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. no matter what I do, like, I'm constantly having fucking issues. There's leaks happening everywhere. There's yeah. little fucking. I have to fix this pipe because it went bad. Or I'm I not to, sure I would buy a house for that reason. Just unless I got really ahead. It as depends. Far as money goes. Yeah, I. The only reason why I did was because I needed a fucking place for my family. And like, yeah. I wasn't. I'm not. I can't. I'm not an apartment person. I've never nah. lived in one. I just can't do it personally. If I could get like, if I could rent a house, I probably would have done that. Now looking back on it, maybe I should have done that. But at the time, I bought. No matter what happens, I'm I'm in a positive position in this in this house. Yeah. Because I bought it right, and I can I can go get some equity out of it. Like I got I actually got to do that soon. I have to go fucking pay off some bills and shit, and kind of reset myself. But trial and error, man. Like I didn't grow up around money, and nobody mm-hmm. taught me how to fucking save, and nobody taught me how to do anything. I figured it all on my own by fucking up. We've brought it up before. They should teach that shit in school. They'd be better off instead of teaching you else. fucking English, which you basically. I mean, you the English that they teach you in fucking in school, like you're not thinking about that kind Motherfucker, of shit. Motherfucker, when, when's the last time you actually thought what a verb was? Or a fucking adjective? Never. No, but you know what I mean? Like, you, you don't even think about it. Dude, Teach me the, fucking how to manage money. When's cool. the last time fucking any of us did calculus? Never. I've never done it. Fuck! I've never when's, done algebra in yeah, real life. Yeah, when's the last time I need to know the fucking square root of fucking A over B? Like, never. fuck you. It's all bullshit. It's all, it's all garbage now. Yeah. But they, but like, life skills are what they should be teaching and they don't teach it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how to put money away and how to invest money in like yeah, but how to not get but nine times out of ten mm. you you find somebody who's like good book smarts like who did really good in school who absolutely is dumb as a rock when it comes to fucking like anything like, like life shit oh yeah no you I know, know, you know, I mean? I know like, we're all skilled with like fucking like you can do a life. bunch of fucking yeah. math but they can't run a fucking lawnmower exactly right. <laughs> oh speaking of like when I was talking about the pain management thing and I got I got off track because I was gonna that's where I was going with that Again, back to that, like, I know a lot of people, even, like, me and Kristen have arguments all the time, and you can probably, I don't know how Courtney is, but what comes as common sense to me, because I grew up street smart, is not common sense, and I'm not not saying this about her, but this is in general, like, I see this all the time, we get into a lot of time, because things to me are just, like, basic common sense, 
And like I get like I get snappy because I'm like like how do you not understand this? And I feel bad a lot of the, like afterwards I think about it, I'm like I probably should have explained it different. But like to me, yeah. so many things are so fucking easy. Like I just look, you can look at something and realize like oh that's not gonna fit there. Or I, th- I swear to God I blame it on Tetris. You know like you just if if you there's two people in this world. There are people that are good at Tetris and figure and figuring things out and have common sense, and then there are people who aren't. Yeah. And like I don't know. I might not be the smartest fucking person in the world, but like. I can I can adapt and I can figure things out and I can pretty much manage through anything. Well, that's that's kind of the reason book smart people aren't very smart in life because all their focus goes towards book smart shit. Yeah. So they don't know how to do anything else. Yeah. And with people like us, we didn't necessarily focus on life. Yeah. Life skills, but you get them because you're not trying to be Mr. fucking throwing the fire. Yeah. yeah. Throwing the fire. You have no other choice. You got to right. live. Yeah. So there's to it. Yeah. You know and. Some of the skills I've picked up in my life have worked out pretty well. I don't know who the fuck this kid is. Two of them. Oh, now there's kids. Yes, they're children. There's children sitting in the yard while he blows up blows fucking up dirt rocks everywhere. And dirt all over the place. Oh, you know why? Because I think all my all the rocks I found in my yard are throwing that one. Yeah. Nobody's lived there. That house is totally vacant. Yeah. It's, it's been vacant since I bought my house. And my fence is fucked up because of that tree. Their tree fell down and busted my fence up so I've been dying to see somebody earlier because I want to be like yo motherfucker like that was like two years ago yeah anyways oh did I tell you guys about how I went to work the other day and Rosie sends me and Kristen fucking footage of these scumbag assholes that I bitch about all the time a fucking they had a truck in their yard it caught on fire and they rolled it in front of my house I think you mentioned it there's still a fucking burn debris in front of my house when I cut my grasses and I threw it all in that yard fuck them <laughs> like, I don't give a shit you're not gonna take care of your shit right. do you say anything to them these people I walk by and there's, there's nobody to say anything to. You can't have them around drugs and, f- and all fucked up. Or you don't, they change all the time. It's like a it's like a halfway house. Like, Dude, the one day, didn't, did they knock over your mailbox? Is that what it was? No, they dented it. If you look at it, it's all fucked up. I don't know who did it. That's when I would have fucking went over there. I would have fucking, I would have had words with them. I don't know who, that's the thing. I can't prove who did it. That's the issue. But like, even, like, I'm, I still, I haven't said anything about the fucking, the truck and the, being on fire in front of my house because I wasn't home when it happened. It's always when I'm not here. It's like nothing happens when I'm here. It's almost like they're good. You know what I mean? Fuck, man. Kristen's got footage of the guy, the the guy with the beard and the long hair that looks all fucked up. Looks like he's, oh, Charles Manson. Manson. We yeah. saw him last week. Yeah, she's got footage of him. She took from upstairs in our bedroom of him standing in his driveway and just dancing to himself. No music on. Like Charles Manson. That's yeah. <laughs> It looked just like it, yeah. And he he'll sit. We'll go for walks, and he just sits on that fucking porch, like like all fucking creepy, like this. Yeah. Like doesn't ever say a word, and he'll kind of look at it like he walks all the time. He'll walk up to like the store and bring back like a bag full of whatever the fuck he eats. Who knows? Just weird shit, man. I have not... mm-hmm. You know who's around here too? Will Blair. I see him all the time. I think he was staying there for a little while. He drives like an old beat up fucking Saturn, or he walks. Remember that that guy? Mm-hmm. Fucking weirdo. He went to vets. Do you know Will? Will Blair? I didn't go to vets. No, he did, though. That's yeah. not familiar. Yeah, but I graduated in 97. Dude, this mo- motherfucker was born in the Jimmy Carter era, okay? <laughs> he old. True. He old. True. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were, uh... Weren't you in school? Fucking, um... Trying to think of what the fuck... He was like, You were in school when the fucking Explorer blew up, didn't I was you? watching it, yeah. Just like Glow. Just like that, I was watching how, that was I thought that was kind of fucked up that they actually uh, made you that. Saw it yeah, that they, 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 they put it. that in there like that. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. I got to watch the whole thing. I haven't seen it yet. It's not really a spoiler. No, it's not. Wait, it blows up? <laughs> but the, the, the way that it was going with her fucking making fun of it, I'm like, this this is not going to be good. 
God, she's so sexy. That skinny Russian bitch. Allison Brie. Oh my god. She is. The character is annoying as shit, but oh she's god. she's hot. Even when she has no makeup on, she's like sexy as fuck. I appreciate it. You know who I've I, I have a new fondness for it because I didn't know who the fuck she was until I watched that. Um, have you seen that Good Time No Bad Times of the Old Royale or whatever? It's a good no, movie. I haven't seen it yet. It's a good movie. It's like very Tarantino esque, but it's it's a great movie. Yep. Dakota Johnson. I guess she was in those fifties. <sighs> Dude, I don't know what it is about her, man. Oof, good lord. Just whew, smoke show. It. Smoke show. She was in those. I think you mentioned like the Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, none of us. She's. Uh, I didn't know that's how she was in until like. Fucking. I think Don Johnson and Melanie Griffin's daughter. She oh, okay. is. Yep. Yep. Oh, it's like it's like that Starlight girl from fucking. I've seen her in a million fucking things. I don't know. What, I have. No I looked her up and I couldn't fucking recognize anything that she was in. Me either. But I recognize her face for sure. She's another one that. Mm-hmm. A little too skinny for me, but man, not sad about her at all. I'll tell you what though, we ain't making our eyes glow. Mm, maybe you. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Maybe you. Well, fuck you, Steve. You ain't got no moves. You making those eyes glow. <laughs> That's right. I called you out. You don't know me very well. Oh shit. <laughs> somebody, somebody can sling some dick. <laughs> you know what? I uh, want, I want you to fucking without get, get with Starlight, and then I want her to break up with you, and then I want you to make her a fucking mixtape. I will. I want. <laughs> The best part about like Steve's pretty reserved when it comes to certain things, but man, when you fucking come out of the box, sometimes it's 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 like the perfect little like it's like it's you're really like Just like cracking the door open yeah. a little bit. It's like when young Jamie comes out with a good one liner, like yeah. he never has the camera on him, but he'll say something once in a while, and you're like, motherfucker, that was good. Yeah, like that's it's so great. It's a uh, it's a wonderful little like little nugget sometimes. Yeah. Rib, what about you? Any any uh any hot actresses out there that you're into lately? Mm, hot actresses. Use the microphone. Use the microphone. All right, Gary. Piece of shit. Uh, actresses recently. Fuck. Not really drawing a blank right now. I mean, Starlight from The Boys is hot. Yeah. Uh, All I heard was that you say that The Boys are hot. Ah hot. You think the boys are hot? I That's think. what it sounded like you hey. said. Yeah. Yeah. Came out that way. Starlight. Billy Butcher's a handsome man. He, oh. That's a dime piece right there. <laughs> oh, uh, Hugh Jackman 2.0? Yeah. Sure. That's a fucking dime piece. Judge Dredd? You know, I think we've talked about that too before, but you know who I Interesting thing I, I want to bring up. Who was it? Uh, somebody uh, was going to be playing Wolverine or thinking about playing Wolverine. Did any of you guys see that? No. No. Oh, who the fuck was it? Because now in my head, thinking about hot actresses, I'm thinking about that picture of... Uh, I think it was the fucking girl played... uh, the Ratcliffe. I think the fucking kid from the Harry Potter movies. Nobody cares about that right now. We're, we're, t- we're talking about hot actresses. Yeah, pictures. I swear to God. Yeah, why are you going to bring it to the sausage party? Yeah, why are you going to bring it? What's up we're with talking you, about titties. No, have you guys seen the fucking picture of... What's her name? Sophie Turner as Morticia Adams. Like she oh, my dressing. God. She's fucking... What glorious. the fuck? Dude. We're talking panty dropping. Mm-hmm. My we, panties. They just need to make a full circle and make fucking Christina Ricci, Morticia Adams. Oh, yo, the pictures of her doing that too. Woo! Mm-hmm. No, it's Black Snake Moan. Yeah. You got the black girl out of me now. Dude. <laughs> black Eddie who had been here. Black Steve just showed up. Mm-hmm. Black Steve. I, I could picture you being the white uh, Steve Harvey. Is what I'm getting. At. Yeah. You ever see? Now you want to talk about racism? You ever watch him on the fucking Family Feud? I've always been. Oh, I used to watch show. Family Feud every day. Family Feud's great. Him on it, it's kind of annoying sometimes. Because when there's a black family on there, nothing wrong with it. He's like, "Yo, brother, with the good joke, that's great." 
And then all of a sudden he'll walk over and be like, Stan, how are you? Because he clearly doesn't know how to fucking talk to the white people. Yeah. It's pretty fucking funny, actually. It's it's like reverse racism. It's great. So I was speaking of that. Have you ever seen that Lakeview Terrace movie with the Samuel L. Jackson? Fucking uh, I watched it all I like how you, like, you're talking about like racism and then you instantly just like look right at Ray. I don't know. <laughs> just something I observed. Well, he is he is in charge of our race uh, relations. So, oh, that that, yeah. is, that is true. You know, he's head of our uh, race r- relations. Well, department. you would think Gary would be since he likes to fucking put his two cents in every fucking five minutes. <laughs> it is it is pretty funny that you're the one that picks up on it all the time. But I think he's more in charge of the LGBTQ because he gets so worried about when we say the f word all the time. So what faggot? Yeah, that one. Look at he every time he hey red. faggot's relatable because we were talking about corn today. So that's true. There you go. Full circle. See that. And then there's just me and Steve here just just guiding the ship. <laughs> just going for it. I don't think... I just realized, too, I think this is the first episode where I haven't said the word cunt in a while. Probably. And I think, yeah. that's, I think that's a good place to end it. Honestly, you know what? I uh, I think I say the word cunt a lot, too. I say it Especially all the time. Especially when I bring up Jackie, who's a cunt. It's, it's, it's something... <laughs> yeah, when's she coming on? Well... She in a rib coma? Let's not do that when outside. Oh, my neighbors would not like Yeah, it. let's do that at Ray's house. I mean, I'm sure she knows the address. Yeah, she knows the layout of the land. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he's so fucking, he's like, you motherfucker. She's the reason why, like, fucking we'll come over one time and, like, we'll see, like, fucking skid marks in the fucking toilet bowl. Listen, you can go watch Jaws with fucking Jackie and her pharma jeans. Those are distressed. What did you call them? Distress. Distress overalls. Distressed overalls. She probably bought them with all her fucking GoFundMe money. Oh my god. Fucking stupid bitch. Let's go fucking die already. Fucking. You should have fucking went to El Paso. We're fucking dating. What are you talking about? That's where she should have been last week. What? What's there? The shootings. Oh, okay. I gotcha. So you're saying, what you're saying is you wish she got shot? That's, that's kind of me. That's not what I said. I mean, you said it without Vaguely saying it. said it. <sighs> Didn't say it. Now, do you Underlining she, said it. He's smiling now, fellas. Do you wish she was a statistic in, in there, or do you wish she lived? The Just best part about the hatred with that is you clearly had a boner for her for a while. No, I did not. Yeah. No, I did not. 100%. Have a, no way. She's the right thickness. She is the right thickness, but then when you see that face, you're like, ugh, hatchet face from fucking crybaby. No, 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 no. You had a thing for her before you really got to see her up close at my house. No! Yeah! Dude, I've seen her fucking- How many screenshots of, of her showing her titties? How many times today, Gary, did you go on Instagram just to look at her? I I deleted her on Instagram, and she deleted me on Facebook. Yeah, then I'm bros You're getting very defensive right now. No, I'm not getting defensive. I would take the fucking because I would always bust even though balls she deleted you or you deleted her. You're probably still on her Facebook every day Stalking. looking at her pictures. Nope, not at all. Yeah, I I totally miss seeing her fucking Fat Tuesday fucking Ready Saturdays. Fucking marrow and killing Jackie, 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 go. <laughs> uh, are we talking about? Let's see, Jackie, Jackie. <laughs> Fucking Jackie Kennedy, Jackie from that '70s show. Jackie O, still a dime piece. Same thing with what's her fucking what's the breakfast at Tiffany's? Like? What about Jackie from uh, Moving On Up? What about her? You don't remember her? No. With the fucking screechy voice. What about Jackie Brown? Oh, oh no no no, that's not Jackie. No, no, you're thinking of it's Jackie. A- Jackie. What about Jackie? 
Oh shit! I'd give it to Jack. I'd give it to Ray before I gave it to Jackie. Oh shit! Ray. I would give it to your dog before I gave it to Jackie. Peach is beautiful. I'm talking about Spenny. Oh. Oh. I'm alright, buddy. Rosie's been convinced for years that he's a gay that he's a gay boy, but nobody's been able to figure it out. He's a sensitive boy sometimes, so we, you know, it's okay. I think he's I think he's non-binary. Well, that's a, that's a shitty thing when, when you ad- adopt a dog. Like, you don't know the fucking history of the trauma that, like, the, yeah, those. Really are, yeah. Do you think uh, they'll make dog collars with non-binary dogs? Oh, I'm sure they're already out there. Probably. It's, what a waste of fucking I'm sure they're time there. and fucking effort that. And is. again, I, again, I, I, you got to understand. Anybody listening at this point that's hearing this, I'm making jokes because I make jokes about everything. But you got to understand something. Like some shit is just fucking silly. Yeah, I know. What's even funnier to me is like there's a lot of gay people that hate that kind of shit. And also, like, oh, most was them. there a clamoring yeah. for that? And listen, I'm I'm all for all of that. You know what I mean? Like if you want to be non-binary, whatever, that's uh, that's you. No, it's just but the like, terminology is silly to me. But man. is there was there a clamoring that like that needed no. to be changed? Nope. So they exactly. So put up your fucking smoke screen somewhere else, you fucking wicked witch of the west. Full circle. So mad you that go. your house fell on your sister. What a way to close. Fucking bitch. Oh, yeah. God. I, you know what's going to be the worst? 45. The worst within five yeah, years. We got to wrap this one up. The worst is going to be in five years when we actually have card fucking uh, tolls. When when we were going to want to fucking leave Rhode Island, we're going to have to hit, get hit with fucking tolls. Like, fuck you. Oh, that's what they said. That's why they built them. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to start with fucking tractor trailers, and then it's going to be fucking oh, cars. Oh, those already work. Christ. Yeah. We went to fucking uh, Chicago, which fucking oh, was- Oh, my God. My God. Every fucking five seconds, I'm like, I need money. I need money. Yeah, I need money for crazy. fucking tolls. There was like a toll on top of a goddamn toll on top of a toll. That's why Chicago sucks. Like every couple miles, there's a fucking toll. Means like that now. I brought, a, fu- has a, I fucking- brought a fucking bag of change because I was like, oh, maybe I'll need this for something. I've, I assume some tolls. Dude, I fucking went through the bag on like the second day. And I'm like, all my money went to goddamn fucking tolls. Yeah, we just wanted are. to see Al Bundy's house. And John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. We had to pay fucking tolls everywhere we Fuck. go. Fuck. I wanted to go to the Home Alone house and I had to fucking pay like $75 in goddamn tolls. Bawoosh. My favorite Al Bundy thing. No, ma'am. Speaking of which, I actually had to fix my toilet the other day, last week, because it wouldn't flush. Oh, so oh I have it. a toilet story about so a toilet. So I, I had to put a new, like, like fucking fill, you know, thing in or whatever, so it stops. Got a nice one. Works great. First thing I did, with the first time I flushed it, I go, Bawoosh. Kristen, you hear my toilet flush? Proud as fuck. Bah, whoosh. And she's like, what is fucking wrong with you? <laughs> I wish I could remember the model of the toilet. It was like Power Flush 2000 yeah. or something like that. <laughs> Dude, the fucking one of the best scenes of all time is when Peggy decides that she wants to become a fucking fashion designer and yeah, she yeah. makes over his bathroom and he comes home and fucking Ellison Bad to the Bone plays and he fucking has to spread a Mexican food and he puts hostels and everything he's like fucking having a hard time chewing it down and yeah she decorates and the bathroom also, as pink yeah and he fucking and he goes he goes upstairs and fucking and blows it up and they all just start running out it's oh, it's so good yeah that was his way of uh, getting her to change the bathroom back yeah just yeah. eating Mexican food oh. and going up there and blowing it up and out. he like he had a bag of it and it was like chili fries fucking burrito and like hot sauce. Oh my god! One of my, I can't believe you don't know the show that well. Yeah, I never. You were uh, fucking out Bunny Incarnate just without Peggy. It would be right up your alley. Hey, he's right more there. Archie Bunker. <clears throat> no, not even close. I'm talking about his views on race. No, not dude, me. Nothing. If you, you're such a piece of shit. You know that? If you, he <laughs> likes the black girls bag. at the strip club. No, no, no. I heard he likes the Tanner girls. The Tanner sure. girls. Yet, who has the boner for Jackie? I'm just, you know... Just Not me. Uh, I don't know. Dude, you could give me money to bang her and I wouldn't take it. I'm, I'm serious, dude. I would tell you if I wanted to fuck her. 20 bucks. I'll now, give you no, 20 no, bucks no, okay. right now. 
before Go fucking Memorial ransack Day house. Memorial Day, two different fucking views. No, 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 both. I never. I see. I didn't mind Jackie before Memorial Day. Like I, she was just Jackie. Yeah. So, but like, wasn't I wanted to bang her? But like, ew. Yeah, we had the same tattoos. And the whole reason I'm memorial that I was just busting her balls. That's why, like, yeah. fucking halfway across the yard, I'm yelling at her to show her tits. <laughs> because it made everybody laugh. It got, no, it, was, it, it became a... It, what could have been a beautiful friendship turned into a, uh, an even better feud, which is the best part about Dude, it. Dude, the, the day that we fucking get in a room and, and podcast, that'll be the greatest fucking well, no, podcast. I, now, at this point, I don't, I, highly, I don't even think... It'll never happen now, but there was a point where it would happen. And honestly, I kind of am sad that we didn't do that because that would have been you would have fucking you would halfway through you would have just gotten sick of it. Well, he's willing to do it. Maybe she would. Who knows? It's true. Yeah, but now it'd be it'd be mean. Like it would have been funnier before when like like her personality would have grown on you while we recorded it. Like if we recorded all of Memorial Day, that would have been the podcast I would have wanted because it was they were nice to each other at first, and then it turned into fucking not by the end of the night. You know what I mean? So, like, the story would have been what would, would have been great about it. Yeah. But now there's no chance for that story because we've already seen it, but we just didn't have an opportunity to record it. You can't, re- you can't re-record a history. Yeah. Just like if we lose an episode, we can't re-record these fucking conversations. Because That's they why I was so happy that we found that episode because I wasn't looking forward to us having the fucking talk about the boys and all that shit again. Yeah. Well... That's the. I mean, that's why podcasting is so good because it's it's the fly in the wall thing. Like everybody wants to, like, to listen to a news outlet show. It's boring as fuck because it's it's prefab bullshit conversations. Watching those late night shows with Jimmy Fallon, they're fucking terrible. The jokes, it's formulaic. It's not funny. They're yeah, fucking scripted. If, if we ever completely lose the show, we're not gonna go back and do the same show. No, no, we'll just, it's, yeah, it is what it is. It's gone. Why podcasting is yeah. great and why it's so big and why everybody and their brother can have a separate podcast and every one of them can still be fucking. Listen, podcasting being big is the same idea as how girls on, on the internet can sell their fucking, their, their stinky underwear. Yeah. Listen, every single girl, no matter how big, how small, what the fucking deal, every one of them can sell their stinky underwear because there's somebody out there that can buy them and they can buy them anonymously. And that's the thing that the world likes. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a fly on the fucking wall. Yeah. We just haven't. None of us came from a position where we could, where we had really an outlet before to get this bigger. We're gonna have to do this organically, and I do think there's ways where we can start tapping into things, because every voice is unique when it comes to something like this. You can. Everybody has an opportunity when it comes to this, that, and like stand-up comedy. Yeah. We all have a comedic brain in our brains. That's one thing we all kind of have, and that's what we get along sitting here. And we don't. We're not afraid to talk about everything. Stinky underwear and this podcast, same thing. <laughs> I like it. I like it too. Ray, what's your final thoughts? Closing. Uh, I'm not going to give you the same one I always do. So well, I don't think just... he's asking for a closer. No, just, just final thoughts on the day. Would you ever? Are there Would you ever reason? bang Jackie? No, when I mean probably <laughs> not before you. Oh, oh. What about so what are you trying to say? If I banged her, you, you bang, bang her? her. I think we're. You I think bang what he's her, saying I'll think is, about it. I think what he's no, saying no, is, no, no, there's an Eiffel Tower situation in here somewhere. No, 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 no. Do you want to do if Chinese I took finger one for cuffs? The, if I took one for the team, would you call it finger cuffs? Yeah, Chinese, Chinese finger, finger cuffs. cuffs. Ugh, I. <laughs> you never, you never seen Eiffel Tower? Yeah, I, I know what the Eiffel Tower is. Same thing. Who? Would you at least motorboat her? No. Listen, I'm not about fucking motorboating tits at knees. <laughs> Would you buy her stinky underpants? No. How no. about her socks, Gary? No. There's a market for that. Are there any ladies in the world that you would buy her stinky underpants, Ray? Probably not. I'm not into buying stinky underpants in general. What if they smelled nice? 
Maybe if they maybe if they smelled nice and they weren't stinky. A friend of mine, a very good friend of mine. So what you're saying is, if a girl just fucking bought a pair of underwear and sprayed some perfume in it, you'd be cool with it. And I'd probably get away with it. Yeah. Well, the, the whole point of them is that they wear them for the for the day, and there's yeah. different variations of them. So like. You can buy the ones that they worked out and so they're sweaty. You can buy the ones that they just wore to work. Or you can buy the one with the big Yeah, like I'm actually believing fucking girls actually wearing these underwear. No, actually a lot of like, they have, but a lot of them because the way that, I only know this because a friend of mine used to sell their own underpants and she had to take pictures of herself in them. Like, not her face, but like she had to take a picture of her wearing them and then. You know paper. some weird ass people. She's one of my, a very, very good friend of mine and she made a lot of money doing it. And I learned a lot about it. I also learned that um, she had a market because drag queens would buy her underwear. I'm wondering because they wanted if to I smell should like fucking girls. try and sell my used underwear online. I have a feeling no, nobody would buy that. Well, obviously you don't know the internet because there's somebody <laughs> out there who wants my stanky underwear. You do look like a leather daddy. That's Ray sure. just probably checkmated you. You do not know the internet. Apparently, never there's even heard of it. There's a market. There's a market for Ray's somewhere out there. Sh- I, you know shitty skibbies. Maybe. Exactly. Hold on. Maybe that's a fun because we get we're trying to come up with new ideas to stretch out there. Maybe that'd be a fun thing for the podcast to try and sell my dirty underwear. Ray, Ray's, <laughs> Ray's got a challenge now. Just like hold on, listen. This is this is good. We're onto something. I'm glad we didn't t- turn the episode off yet. These two had a bet early on where Steve ended up losing his beard. He's still trying to grow it back. All right. No, I can tell he's kind of keeping it tight, but like realistically, to where it was, that took a while to grow there. I know because I yeah, I'm, I'm it could be there by now if I let it, but I trim yeah, it pretty you've been often, it a little you know tight. So, not necessarily to lose something. I just think a fun challenge would be let's let's try to. I would like you because you're so good at the internet. Let's let's get you to Dude, sell a pair I, of your drawers. This man. <laughs> Won't even fucking retweet or fucking share our post. No, and but now he's gonna underwears. go. But he now he's gonna go try to fucking sell dirty underwear. His his nickname is gonna be Skidmark Steve because it's fucking. I guarantee there's gonna be some tootsie rolls in there. They might be a little old. They might well, have holes in them. Here's the deal. You, know? you have to realize that again, selling selling. I know a lot about this stuff. There's different markets for it. So some some person might want the. Chocolate variation of your underpants. Yeah. Some people might want the yellow front uh, version of those underpants. Some people might want you to wear a pair of like tidy whities and then like I don't know, roll around in Jello and send them to them. So like you don't know, there's there's markets for everybody. Somebody might just want your comrade underpants that you that you used all crusty on the floor. Yeah. But now we have a challenge, right? You got to try <laughs> to sell your drawers on the internet. We'll see. Pick. The holiest, swisty, cheesiest pair of your drawers. Am I the only one that keeps that keeps your old drawers? Like even when they're, they're no good anymore. Like I, I'm going to reuse them for something. Generally, yeah. I'm that guy. I'm not the only one. I have literally an entire drawer full of old socks I, and underwears that I will not throw away because I'm like I'm going to use. I've them kept them so long that the whole entire fucking crotch blows out. And it's like <laughs> yeah. literally like an open fucking like yeah. like a. Fucking Kristen thinks I'm fucking crazy. Yeah. I, I, because in my head I'm like, oh, the day I decide to start changing my own oil again, I need a, I need a rag. I just got rid of like my fat fat underwear. And I'm like, ah, oh, I'm gonna donate these. And Courtney's like, a, you don't donate underwear. Did you take a picture with like your fat underwear on and like <laughs> spread out? The fucking <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I did. I did that with like jeans. <laughs> what? Uh, you fucking, I can picture you taking a picture with putting both feet through one fucking hole. <laughs> dude, it's fucking. Dude, I you was know what's like, weird? like, no matter how big I've ever gotten, my underwear has been the same size. Yeah. I've always. I was I'm always like, you a, could probably wear your old drawers as a tank top now. 
I was. I was. That's a, a challenge. I was like a <laughs> fuck. Extra large, double XL. Now I'm like a fucking small. That's so crazy. It's I've nuts. never at 320 pounds. I've been. I've always been a, a large underpant. You know. You know, like me some drawers. What's you your? Were, here's a back to ladies. Here's a question. Last. This is the final thing for the show because we got to wrap this up. What's your preference? I hate thongs. Not into it. I'm a boy short guy. Like you know, girls that wear those like the square shorts. You know what I mean? We think, shorts. or like lacy, like the like hip huggers. I guess is what I you're mean, going. I think uh, thongs. I just every don't once like in thongs. A while. I'm not into it. Not even a little bit. I find zero about it attractive. Remember when the big thing in the late 2000s because Alita was like the girls that would fucking. I hate. I'd that. say I guess if you buck and fill the thong nice and you got a nice bubble butt, a thong can be okay. The way you just said that, I thought you said buck and fill and thong. Yeah. It sounded like an entirely different fucking language but what were you saying if your butt can fill the thong yes and you have a nice bubble butt mm. then a thong could work out i still prefer it wrapped in a nice pair of like i don't know just like short like underwear like i just like yeah. regular old underpants yeah i mean i'll take thong but on my list of different kinds of underwear that would be last on the list i just yeah. i'm not into it man no and there are people that are like oh that's so fucking hot I'm like get the fuck out of here who wants a piece of lycra crammed up their ass crack that's fucking weird then there's some people that wear those and that shouldn't wear those, and then they also wear fucking yoga pants, and their mm. bum gets awful hungry. And the whole—that's another thing. Hmm. There's a fucking increasing trend of really short shorts right now, and a lot of butt cheeks hang out of the bottom of them, yep. and their their bums get extra hungry, like hungry, hungry hippo fucking style. And you can just see everything. What are you hiding? When I went to Dunkin' Donuts earlier, there was a girl that came in. I don't know if she was black or Cape Verdean or whatever. She's a very attractive girl. And she had some shorts on. Whoa, there goes the chair. <laughs> two weeks in a row. <laughs> right at the end, two weeks in a row. And, uh, yeah, her, her bottom of her ass was hanging out it's, a lot. And, like, she like, got the camo shorts on? No, they were like uh, jeans shorts. Like, like here's what blows my mind about that. You know they're out. You can't You can't tell me. Dude, I can feel my ass cracking. It drives yeah. me nuts. Oh, yeah. It doesn't happen that. often because I hate that. But I can feel that. You you can you can tell me you can't feel you the bottom Ain't of your no. butt cheek hanging just out. like the ones who wear the fucking stretch pants that when you bend over they can, you can see through they oh, know yeah. they know yeah, you yeah. can see through oh and it, let me tell you something there are people well there's a good example of it yuck um yeah, those aren't that short those are pretty normal no, but what's in them is oh yeah they're a big yuck what are they taking pictures of if they I, I bet you they probably own the house and they probably maybe trying to sell it sprucing it up. I don't think they can sell that house. Dude, that house is legit vacant. Like, it looks like somebody just bailed. Like, there's couches and shit in there and everything. And just mattresses, dirt. all yeah, sorts of things. That, that house, somebody just bailed on. Oh, maybe they bought that it to rent it out. just literally sneezed on her belly. Yeah. Oh, my God. She went, ah, choo. Maybe they bought it to rent it out. <laughs> maybe yeah, they I don't even know if you, it's a, it's a one-bedroom bungalow. And it's got a spiral metal staircase that goes up to the bedroom. You can't get anything up there. So, like, I don't even think it's legal. I don't know if you can resell that house. That house was built in like fucking 42 or something. That's as old as shit. This is, mine's about that old too. This house is 55. This whole neighborhood's fucking weird. Just, yeah, the difference between that house and, and your house is... Um, they don't have house, a shit river underneath. Yeah, that house won't be eaten by shit river. Mm-hmm. Steve has a river near his house that's eventually going to eat I have a stream that runs under my crawl space. The fuck? Mm. That's weird. Yeah. That's really fucking weird. Yeah. Church, I, that whole church have area is really weird. Yeah. Because, like, it, you can tell it's even like, like over here, too. If you go down, like, Tidewater, 
it's like little shitty fucking beach house, beach house, beach house, and then like mansion. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? This makes zero sense. Who built this fucking neighborhood like this? It's right. so stupid. Well, that whole, where I live over there, the whole thing used to be fucking swamp. So it's all like filled in land. So yeah. there's all weird all fucking things going on. Sinking. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, that's a, that's a flood zone. That whole area. Oh, when yeah. I, the when flood I was insurance houses, is fucking ridiculous. Yep. When I was looking for houses, I looked over there at a couple of houses that were foreclosed and you have to buy special same thing with Tidewater if you Tidewater it's on the water table so you're yeah. fucked you can't, you can't get away from it my buddy Tough fucking has to get special insurance not only flood but he has to get because uh, he's in a hurricane zone technically which is weird because it's less than a mile that and way and it never comes the, the water through all the hurricanes has never come close nope never but we still get to pay ridiculous yeah. fucking flood insurance they, money a couple of years ago they, cha- they changed it because the federal government re- revamped it or whatever but this is this is not a flood zone but if you go a mile and a half that way, 100% flood zone and hurricane. You have to have, get special insurance. And then if you go to certain spots up that way, then if you t- like, they're closer to the water, but like I'm way above it somehow, even though the water's right there. Yep. All right. Um, I think we're it. good. Ray, hit us with a closer. Keep it sleazy. Till next time, fellas. And ladies and germs and all you motherfuckers. Adios, muchacho. He's David Ruffins. <laughs>